Water I'm proud to announce oh, that the yeah, podcast is now officially sponsored by the right fine there. people over at Chop Chili Company. I have another red Guys, this is some of the too. best chili you can get here in the state of New Mexico, and they are online as well as in stores. They can be found at Smith's, Albertson's, Sprouts, John Brooks, and Lowe's Corner Market. They have three amazing flavors that you see here, and they also have frozen green chili that you can get online. Go on over to the website, chopchiliCo.com, and get yourself some amazing chili today. Cool, I see you. Okay, fuck my, it. I think we're live. What's up, buddy? Get off my fucking phone. What's up, bro? It's good to see you. You too. Uh, we are a little bit late on starting. That's my fault because uh, I procrastinate and I get fucked by social media on a regular basis. Uh, thank you, Joey, for producing. Good to have you back in here. Oh, nice I, forgot, you, I forgot to hook Joey up. Joey, if you want to grab that fucking mic over there, bud. Uh, we have space for you. And place that wherever it's comfortable. Now we can get our we can get our fucking producer hooked up properly. Well, I can't hear myself, so. But we can hear you. Can That's hear all me? that matters. Yeah. Test, test. Yep, it works. That's what we can hear. Fuck you. yeah, clear, dude. All right. Oh, hand me my phone actually real quick because I gotta hold up my end of the bargain for some people. Uh, today we're talking about this a little bit. Shout outs. I'm gonna fucking stroke my own dick real quick. Uh, we started out the day with 999 followers on Instagram. And we finally crossed that thousand. Let's see who the first one was. Oh shit! Um, uh, the first person, Joey, you'll get a kick out of this. The first person to make the thousand, a beta from Nimi. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, he's a friend of ours. We went to high school together. He was like way above us. He, I think, he was in college when we were like juniors. I think. Juniors or sophomores? I think he was a two-time college attendee. This is true. Uh, <laughs> and he is... Uh, I'll give him a follow back. He's a thousand. He's a DJ now, so shout out to him. See who shout else. Uh, oh, uh, uh, another kid from Nimi. Yano, he followed. My bo- my homie Chris. Dedeval, another Nimi guy. James. Shout big out boy. James. Shout out James. He finally followed. We have him on the podcast, I think, in two weeks. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a fight coming up. Yeah, I'm very, it's, it's like three days before the fight. Oh, nice. I'm so fucking psyched for that It'll one. Be nice and torqued up. Uh, someone named Megan. Don't know who you are, but thank you. Shout Some, out Megan. Someone named Melissa. Don't know who you are, but thank you. And then uh, Jake. Oh, shit. Jake Morris. He's a, he's a local comic. And uh, he actually runs the open mic that I went to last night. So shout out to him. Thank you. Now we're at 1,007. All right. 1K, dude. Finally, good milestone. Finally fucking crossed it, man. How have you been? How's life? I've been good, dude. This is a, this is, I feel like I'm getting back into the, to the game right now. Because you, you, okay, yeah, people should know that. You just got done doing an hour long of your podcast. Yeah, we with, did like, yeah, like a little less than an hour. Benito had to go to, uh, he had a, he's coaching wrestling. He's coaching his nephew's wrestling team. He's helping coach them. I'm not sure where it's at, but. That starts at six, so we have to film a little earlier now. Okay. But uh, but yeah, this is definitely a different vibe here in the Batcave. Yeah, dude, chilling. Yeah, Pretty I've been cool. good. Been busy. I guess I hate when people say that though. Like, yeah, I've been busy, but I, it's true. <laughs> I guess I don't know what I've been up to, dude. I've been to a wedding in the past couple months. My best friend just got married. Moving to a new house. Yeah, how was uh, the move? Move was good. Finally, all settled in. Um, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't really know what else has been going on. Oh, I just had COVID, I think for three days, Nice, but, or I don't know if it was COVID. It was, it was, uh, it was rough body aches, sore throat, coughing. Um, 
yeah, it was it was probably the most sick I've ever been. I don't know if it was the flu or what it was. It uh, definitely felt like synthetic though, or it felt felt Chinese. It felt Chinese. Yeah, it felt foreign, dude. I don't know. What were we talking about last night, Joey? The the fried rice syndrome. Have you heard of that shit? No. So, so can you fucking explain that? So apparently it's like if you leave the rice out for so too you long. Know you, like you cook rice and then you put it in the fridge. You cook rice and then you put it in the fridge for, you know. It gets hard. Yeah, overnight and then you and you make it fried and then you fry it the next morning, right? The yeah. next day. So if you leave it out, I think it's like longer than like three to four hours. Like it starts growing bacteria. Okay. And it just gets bad enough to the point to like, it's just really bad food poisoning. And people like die from it. Like oh. We were just talking about it because like. We eat, like, at Nimi, we eat, like, three-day-old, like, Hunan Chinese food. Yeah, like, you're good. Like, styrofoam, not even in the fridge or anything. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. But we never got sick. I we, wonder why. All that... All M- you guys are doing exercise and shit. All that fucking MSG in the food, dude. Yeah. MSG? MSG and I don't know what the fuck else. There's MSG in everything, right? Probably. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. in Chick-fil-A or no? Yeah, but in, a- like, Asian Oriental food, they treat MSG like it's a legit seasoning. Well, and they and they just and they say it on the back of their shit. They just, oh yeah, they just yeah. tell you that it's in it. Well, it's good, whatever it is. Like Panda Express has MSG, right? Oh, the Panda Express is MSG. It's it's good. Yeah, I like MSG. But um, have you seen the? It, it's starting to go around. I've seen it a lot on Instagram where all of our candies in like the UK and in Europe and all that stuff they have these giant labels as warnings, like these. Uh, or like this product has the following ingredients that have been banned in this country for like these reasons and it's known to cause cancer and cause this and that and that. Have you seen that? No, but it's 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 candies that we allow here. Yeah, still. can you look can you look that up? Look up American candies. Oh, it was like uh, in the UK. It was like uh <coughs> real popular ones, wasn't it? Like Oh yeah, it's Swedish like, fish and like, and like nerds and nerds, shit. Nerds, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. like nerds and sour patch kids. Yeah, and, I'm sure it's gotta be horrible for you. Well, I don't think candy I don't think food, in general, food, is supposed to taste that good. Like yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be that sweet. That's true. Like, I'm not a big candy guy, though. Yeah, but imagine if like imagine you if you are like a ten year old again, right? But like years and years ago, like decades ago, you've never had processed food, you, like as processed as it is now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you ate like a pineapple. That would fuck your world up. That'd probably. That'd be the best candy ever. That, that's how it's supposed to be. Gotcha. Right, but then like you go back into the 1920s and you had and you hand one of those depression era kids a fucking sour patch kid. Yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure you have a stroke. Oh yeah, dude, he'd freak. He'd he'd freak out for sure. He'd have anxiety for the rest of his life. I think. <laughs> trying for to for sure. Trying to chase that dopamine hit. Yeah, that he it had would, from the strange future yeah, candy. Dude, it would induce. It would induce autism or something. I think. <laughs> It would fuck him up. Go, go Have up. you had what the the uh, the nerd clusters? Yeah, little like balls. it's like you know the nerds rope. Yeah, right? the, the little balls. They're the balls right? of it. Yeah, that that is the candy that I think it, it looks like the things of Jimmy Neutron, the Jimmy Neutron candies. But that is the candy I think that it doesn't need to get better than that. It All right, so it's about U.S. foods being banned in other countries. Scroll down, see if you can find a picture of the label though, because they have these like sticker like these sticker labels. That they put on the fucking food. Fuck, dude, I'm getting hungry. For like, it's like red dye and like. Uh, oh, what is it called? Red. Uh, red forty. Red forty. And like yellow six or yeah. some shit. <laughs> what is that? Shit? And it's oh. in everything. And did you see the the new Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, like their new iced coffee 
if you get it in a medium size, it's like 186 grams of oh, sugar. Oh, yeah. It's probably, yeah, I could, I could only imagine. Which, in a medium. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah, which is fucking ridiculous. That's yeah, gross. Absolutely fucking. Now, granted, we're about to drink some good whiskey, so I'm not. Oh, we are. Exa- I'm not exactly the pinnacle of health here. No, this is this but. is healthier than than Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a welcome gift uh, for welcome, having me back on, dude. This is this is my favorite uh, bourbon whiskey. My father introduced me to it. It's called Angel's Envy. That's fucking amazing. This is just the. Uh, have you had it before? Dude, we the last we had the rivalry. Oh yeah. Oh my god on the freaking Yeah. On the episode that shall not be it shall, shall not, not be, be mentioned. <laughs> now mean, the trick is that we can't drink as much as we did last no, night. No, 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 definitely not. Dude. Yeah, because that was bad. Yeah. I want to remember and, and this god, podcast. Yes, and God bless my uh my girlfriend at the time because because remember we were living together at the house. Yeah. And uh I was like, hey, got the homies i got nico i got garrett coming through this is gonna be a pod and they're bringing booze they're all motherfuckers brought dion's like this is gonna be oh yeah we were eating yeah this would be a whole lived in thing like are you she has work in the morning was she there yeah she was asleep oh yeah and i and i I told her i was like joe you want some yeah i was gonna say uh i was like i was was telling her i was like hey you know are you sure you're okay with this and she's like yeah it's fine have fun i was like all right sounds good man we ran that pod till like two in the fucking morning she had yeah. to get up at like 4.20, 4.30. God man. bless I'm her, sorry. dude. God, oh, I apologize profusely. I was like, could you even hear us doing? She's like, yeah, I did. I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> so fucking sorry. Yeah, that was bad, dude. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember what we were talking about. I remember at one point we talked about an up armored Jeep that was like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or like a Hummer, or a Hummer, or a Mercedes. I have no idea. Anyway, cheers. Get about yeah. Cheers. Thank man. you for coming back. Yeah, thank you for having me, Joey. Thank you for fucking producing. Cheers. Joey, nice to meet you, brother. Cheers, boys. Mmm. Yeah, that's good shit. It's nice, dude. It's smooth. I might uh, might have some nicotine in a little bit too. Or a little Zimbabwe. I haven't had a, a, a Zendaya in a couple days, dude. I've been little, sick. Little Zinny Gun Pilly, dude. A little Qui Gon Zin, dude. <laughs> little Zindiana Jones. How happy Harrison Ford. <laughs> I think that's my new favorite, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, dude. How happy do you think the CEO of Zen was when Tucker Carlson finally found out about Zen? Oh, you mean Tucker Carl Zen, dude? Yep, there you go. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, he was. He was. What did he say? He was like. Did Zin you watch that whole episode with uh, the with Theo? Uh, with yeah, with that one, and then but he. Like a year ago when he went on, or not a year, maybe a little earlier than that. Oh, I just saw him doing it recently. Yeah, he went on fucking full send. And they're just, they just did this whole bit about how good Zins are. Oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I'll make your dick work better, make you focus. Testosterone, razor testosterone. Yeah, Zin is not a sin. Zin is not a sin. I agree. Forgive me, Father, for I have zinned. Yeah, but see, I throw one of those in. I got 15 minutes to get somewhere safe or I just puke everywhere. Yeah, they, they sometimes give me hiccups, like uncontrollable hiccups. The six milligrams... Will give me hiccups for until I, until I, uh, like eat some honey or something. I'll have them for hours. I hate it. Is honey the remedy for fucking hiccups? That's what I. This guy, uh, one of my coworkers, Jordan, he taught me that uh, a ner- when he was a, a wee lad, he went to the hospital and a nurse told him just eat a packet of honey, and it works for me at work when I, when my throat can't handle it. Shit. But yeah, I've got to. Maybe I'll catch a buzz first, then I'll throw one in. Yes, yeah, because like they scare me. We I had to. I took him to his parents' place to pick up his truck, and I threw a Zen in at his house. We were just hanging out. I had it in, what, 10 minutes? 
and and then I and then I spit it out because it just fucked me up. He threw up. Even getting it, he was like spitting into a bottle too. I think. Yeah. You were spitting it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Was it a... But but I can throw in Copenhagen. I can throw in some that's of that like crazy. real chew right there. Oh, that's. And I'll crazy. just chill. Like I'll probably throw some of that chew in when I finish one of these waters. This long cut Copenhagen. Yeah. Damn. I, I can't gut it, but I have to spit it. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like, yeah lady, sing that song. <laughs> that's that's manly shit, dude. I remember one time in high school, I was, I was, we were coming back from a um, on the football on the on the bus from football from Silver City. We just got our asses keep, kicked. Keep going. I'm just gonna turn on the light in the back. No, you're good. We just got a um, our asses kicked like fifty to three or something, and uh, we were coming back on the bus and we stopped to get McDonald's and got. I had like twenty bucks. My dad gave me twenty bucks for McDonald's. So I got like, you know, Big Mac, like three hot and spicy, a bunch of fries and shit. So I had this bag of McDonald's. And what does $20 at McDonald's get you now? Oh. A meal. Yeah, one meal, large. A meal on a Sunday, maybe? Yeah. Uh-huh. Quarter pounder with cheese, Sad to see. Yeah. Anyway, so you got all your food. Um, got all the food, and I threw, me and my, my homie Kevin Caress, man, miss that guy from high school. We, uh, I threw a lip of peach skull, I think it was, dude, before. That's some nasty shit, though. I don't know what, yeah, it was horrible. I don't know what happened. And we, I was like, Kev, I'm getting sick. And I grabbed, I was going to throw up, so I, and I grabbed the whole bag of McDonald's with all the food in it, threw up in it, all over the food, and then it broke all over my lap, all over me, just puked all over. That's called instant karma. We had to, we had to, yeah, we had to pull the bus over at a gas station. It was bad. So that was the last time I, I threw dip dip. Yeah, but like peach skull is fucking disgusting. Yeah, or apple skull, I don't know, it was something horrible. The flavored shit is fucking disgusting. Oh. It gets me it, it's making me nauseous right now. Thinking Just about thinking it. about it? Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. You having a hot flash. I remember oh, back in Sorry. Here go. This gives me more of a buzz than I will. Really? Oh yeah. Cuz cuz you got this, right? Yeah. I don't get that. I spit it. Interesting. Well, I can't. All that negative, like 100% of this is going uh, to be I can't remember the last or time. Or it's more refined too. It's not there's no tobacco, right? Yeah, it's just Salt. Well, I can't remember the last time that I actually got a buzz from dip. I'll Dude, either right chew now. it and I'm just fine, or if I've had too much to drink and then I throw a dip in. I think it's I think it's because like I obviously when I buzz, I don't think too much about spitting, so I'll like spit spit one swallow one spit one swallow. That's and then, crazy. And then I get a little sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I haven't gotten a buzz from chew in a long, long time. Do you do it every day? I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. well, today I didn't I think so. Yeah, well, because today I didn't because I left my my chew here. So I've been as my backup at, at my office. Well, I've got like a few backup cans, but I've got uh, I bro, I've got straight regular long cut wintergreen, and then I got this shit called a uh, uh, black buffalo. Oh yeah, where it's the long cut, but it's just nicotine. I love that. Really, and I don't. I heard Bert Kreischer promote that. It's good like they really? sell it at circle k and i was uh, like i saw tom segura promote it and i'm yeah, like oh yeah. shit i'll try it and i don't gut it um but it's pure nicotine and it's like long cut like uh, tea leaves and i have the wintergreen version of it and it, it doesn't give me a it gives me a little bit of a buzz but uh-huh. it's got like a nice burn to it interesting i like that a lot your throat or on your lip uh right here on your lip yeah yeah i mean like the burn on your throat yeah 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 dude these are these are as heavy as i get fixing his mic there what we what do we got here is this the uh, oh yes yeah, so this, this is all the big all, red? all the shit oh, yeah. there all the shit that's banned <laughs> um well because there was yeah What's i don't that? know it's 
it's not bad. Like, it's just... No, but if you look at... Go different. to Google Images and look it up. This is Google Images. This is like, literally the difference like in their labeling versus ours. Because look at the the ingredients that they use in fucking ketchup versus ours. So... Oh, wait, so wait, wait. It, look, the major difference is the corn syrup. Yeah, onion powder, whatever. But it's the corn syrup. Because corn syrup is in fucking everything. Wait, so those are... They're both true? Like, so this is what the label says... And that's what the la- that's what it actually has in it in the UK, or that's just what it says, and it has the US shit in it. No, like that's 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 what all they put in it. Oh, okay. The UK version. So like, UK version's for sure healthier. Are, yeah, because they because they have a lot more strict law. Like their version of the FDA actually does their job. Interesting. And they have a lot of banned substances, but then like with stuff like candy, they were talking about earlier, the stuff that they just won't remove it from the like they won't remove it from the recipe. They have these big labels on them that warn customers in the UK, like, hey, this has all this shit in it. Don't gotcha. eat it. Interesting. Are they are they fat as shit in the UK or is, are they skinny over there? I feel like they're, they're I feel like they're behind us by like ten years. Everyone still has McDonald's Yeah. Right. I feel like they're 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 coming up on us, but we're like, just we're still, of, we're still ahead of them when it comes to fatness. Gotcha. Look at that. Look look up uh uh obesity rates in <laughs> US compared to UK. And I'll bet you it's a 30% difference. Yeah, I, I'm sure. And they walk everywhere over there, too. I mean, in Europe, they're, that's why they're probably skinnier, too, because they – do we drive more? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I was talking – I was actually talking with Lucy that, about that the other day. Like, the huge difference is, though, like, you take, like, all of, like, London and then take Texas, right? Is I that the, Are they the same size? Yeah, okay, fucked no. you up. Also, I don't know shit about – Sorry, that, like, that's the point. Like, you can't – like, even Albuquerque – like it's so spread out, you can't walk to your job. Like in London, like no. you can probably take a bike or the bus and walk to your job. Gotcha. Like public transportation actually works, so they're just more mobile. Hey, no, our around. public transportation works. It just you know it's, shuttles the homeless people from upper central to downtown central. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Greyhound, bro. Have you ever read the Greyhound? I'm no, I've never been in a position <laughs> to, and I'm very thankful for that. I remembered I was uh, I was, it was when the whole Southwest shit was going down, and I had to be it. I had to be in a. San Diego or Vegas or something for, for a show. And I had a flight back on a different airline, but there was Southwest. And I was looking up Greyhound bus tickets, dude. It was like 30 bucks, but it would take like 14 hours to get yeah. there. Well, and then they like zigzag. Yeah. They go here, then here, then here, then here, and then your destination's yeah, here. Yeah, dude. I was, I was not ready to do that. No. That's fucking ridiculous. All right, what do you got? Oh, yeah, you're, you're right on 30%. All right. So the United States, 36.2, and the UK was... Oh, the difference is 30%, is what you're saying, right? 27, right there. Right there go up, go up, right there, 27.8. I don't, yeah, I don't know that I believe that. They're right up on us. No, but I don't know that I believe that only 30% of Americans are obese. No, yeah, that have, have you that, been to a that's fucking for sure a lie, Yeah, have dude. you been to a Walmart? Yeah, dude. Oh, the Walmart, dude, the warlocks come out at Walmart. Fuck, bro. It's scary there. Like, there's no way that we're only... Does it say when this was published? Because there's no way we're at 30%. Well, they have three different classes of obese. (laughs) All right. If we have to divide it into classes, we're we're already lost, dude. So if your BMI being... Yeah, but BMI is also kind of strange, too. Cause I mean, I mean, think about it. Like the well, I'm pretty. I'm probably obese at class one. If it's up to that, I'm no. I don't think I'm thirty percent body fat. Right. Well, because how many like I, I, 
I have a shit ton of friends in the military across all branches that'll tell me that, and these are like fit people. Like they're bulky, but they're fit people. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, the military is considered me overweight because I'm out of whatever weight class. Yeah. Look, it says LeBron James is 27. His BMI is 27.5. Yeah. That dude's. Yeah, BMI's stupid because it doesn't take into account like muscular weight. Like that's why they have to do the neck, uh, neck tape. Right. Because uh. you'll, you'll fail, you'll fail the fucking with tape. Look at this, you're a big stock dude and work out a lot. You're obviously going to weigh more than what your BMI allows. Yeah. So you're going to have to go for the tape and that's where they tape you to see like, okay, where is his body fat actually at? Gotcha. Speaking of the military, tomorrow is the last day of my contract. Really? How does it feel, dude? It feels fucking great. What, what happens now? I'm done. What, do you, do you get paid? No. Ever again? No, I'm just done with the military. Does that feel good? Yeah, <laughs> it feels fucking. Amazing. What is it? How, how long were you in it? Two more years. And well, I mean, okay, yeah. So there's like two years of the inactive ready reserve, but like I'm not worried about that. That's fine. That's um, what you just you just can't you can't like leave no, the no, country. I, no, I can chill. He can't throw away his uniforms, basically. Like yeah, no. I, I could do whatever the fuck I want to do. You can't but, burn a flag. Yeah, but like if shit pops off, no, dude. There's people in the military right now that are burning the flags. <laughs> I, I've seen it. I don't, you know I don't I mean? condone that. No, no, neither do I. But people <laughs> fucking do that. Um, yeah, no. Basically, what it means is like if shit really kicks off and they're like, okay, we're about to do a draft, um, they start with the inactive ready reserve first. So basically what would happen is they send me a fucking – I'd imagine not even a letter in the mail now. I'd imagine because they can do like the national text messages. I'd imagine they send me a text message. They get, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they get a hold of me somehow. Like strap up, dude. Yeah, and they're going. like, hey, go down to your nearest fucking medical center. We're going to Gaza. So that you can fucking get medically evaluated, see if you're still able to be in the military, and they fucking ship your ass off to God so knows where. Are you, are you in the military? Or were you? No. What, what, would, what would be your guys' excuse to not be going to the draft? Like as a citizen. I mean. First responder. So uh, we looked up the law the other day. Yeah. Any teachers, first responders, or doctors, they're, they're exempt. Exempt from the drugs. Were you paramedic? Firefighter. Oh, firefighter. oh fuck yeah, dude. That's yeah. awesome. So. Uh, AFD? Yeah. We don't, we, Do we, don't say on, we don't say on stream. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, hey, we'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Uh, um, <laughs> my bad, dude. I know. <laughs> huh? Is it not live? No, we are live. Oh, no, like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, fine. Um, Do you know, uh, uh, can I say my... my Let's leave names out of it. Okay. Yeah, let's leave names out of it. I just, All right, sorry. Because, just because I'm, no, yeah, I'm about to be a free man, I don't want to make other people yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I incriminated for the stupid things that come out of my mouth. I get it. We're just getting started, too. So Yeah. Um, that's awesome, dude. What was I going to say? Oh, your excuse. Your excuse is your job. You would probably be drafted. I'm trying to think of what, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I would do to... Uh, like shoot you when I shoot myself in the foot and I can't go or no so they here's, yeah so here's the issue with that right what about so, ADHD okay have you seen the military <laughs> okay so I think I don't look this up look up the I don't know I don't know if people, I have any. Uh, consequences for self injuring during a draft no 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 because because I'm pretty sure there's a law that you can't that's like if they catch you doing it not catch you but like if they find have, out have enough evidence that you did something to like <laughs> dodge the draft or dodge whatever Just it is jail. they can I, well if it's a if it's an injury you like he said they still take you but they fucking heal you then send you Fuck. or it's jail I'd rather do jail than draft though <laughs> No There's an argument for that bro I don't know Jail sucks. Three meals a day, 
A bed, yeah. free sex. No war, free sex, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's free, dude. You, you got to sell your soul for that kind of sex. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I uh, But again, I'm not worried about it because worrying about it's not going to do me any good. And uh, I'm just focusing on the fact that that big chapter of my life's finally closed. Yeah, dude, you did something that a lot of, not a lot of people did. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Get to focus on... On the rest of your life, that's yeah, cool, Yeah, I just focus on my shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not tethered back anymore by talking about some things and how I feel about things on the podcast. Yeah. I'm not. And I could go do my stand-up a lot more freely. And, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. That's actually what I want to talk to you about. When Fuck are yeah. you going to let me drag your ass oh, to dude. a fucking open mic? Let's do it soon. I'm, I might, I'm, yeah, let's do it soon. Throw you up there, dude. I'm, I don't know. I've. I definitely have like a notes thing with like a bunch of topics about most of the kind of comedy that I would want to do, or I think that I'm, that I, um, that I would be best at is like storytelling or like, I have a bunch of funny stories that if I could word in a certain way, I think that they can really smack, but it would just be a, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not good at like probably the, the, the quick little Hitters, I don't know. I'm I'm the huge fan of comedies, and I've always wanted to do it. Um, most of our, I would consider kind of our podcast, April Fool's, kind of like a bullshit comedy podcast because we're both yeah. such comedy fans. But getting up there and doing it is a different beast, dude. So I, I guess you don't really know if you're good at it until you try, what? or if you don't really know what it is until you get up there. Yeah, and in the very short short time I've been doing like open mics here, at the bare minimum, bare minimum. It's a fun hang. Like, yeah, the it's, hang. It's it's a cool it's a cool like space to go and do it. They only last for like an hour, hour and a half, so it's not a huge time commitment if you want to stay the whole time. And um everyone that I've met, dude, in the comedy community so far has just been nothing but nice, nothing but fucking supportive. And yeah, it may or may not have helped that I had a lot of them on the pod before I went out and did stand yeah. up. Smart but, though. like they, uh, it's a bunch of real nice people. Like, uh, Monday nights, they hold it at, they hold an open mic at a uh, Lizard Tail, uh, Knob Hill. Lizard Tail? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the brewery? Yeah. And then Tuesday night, so tonight is at, um, is it Slice Parlor on Knob Hill? Okay. Wednesday nights is a late one. Uh, it starts at nine. That's it, Red Door. That's probably my favorite, to be honest. Right. Uh, it's in the, well, they might do, start doing it in the, uh, inside now. But typically, they're holding the very back of Red Door. Uh, Chuck Parker runs that one. Super nice guy. And then Thursday and Friday are at uh, Echoes Brewery. Awesome. So there's a bunch of spots to get up. Dry Heat, is that? Is so, that have you been there? Yeah. So Dry Heat, they sponsor the open mic at Echoes. So they're the ones putting that on. Um, okay. And honestly, man, like, a part of me is kind of like, what the fuck? Because like, we're not really a comedy town. So it's like, there's only five times you can go up a week. But then at the same time, I'd rather have that than nothing. Yeah. But it's going to get started some, some, sometime. Yeah. And it's a big reason why I want to move is because I really want to do this. We're awesome. And yeah. <laughs> and I want to do shit. Like, I would love to be able to live in a city where you go up like four times a night. You know what I mean? You do five, five minutes here, seven minutes here, four minutes here. You know, reps, and, you get to, and you get to bounce around. You'll be out for fucking three hours, three and a half. But it's like you're doing cool shit, and you're you're uh, getting paid. No, no. I fuck mean. for an open mic. <laughs> fuck no. I wouldn't be surprised if if I'd have to pay to do an open. Well, mic. dude, there's a lot of open mics in like New York and L. A. Right, they charge a well, fee. Well, like bigger, bigger comedy clubs just around the country where yeah. it's either 
you have to pay a cover to get in, or it's they're called bringer open mics. Oh, you bring the people. Or you have to bring like three to five people that buy tickets. That tell, that that pay the cover pay right the tickets. Yeah, right, exactly. So yeah, that, yeah, makes sense. It's exciting, dude. It's scary, honestly. It scares the shit out of me. I feel like this podcasting stuff. It kind of. Uh, because we do the live podcast too. I was gonna say I y'all feel, have done live shows. That that scares the fuck out of me. It scares it scares me every, us every time too. Right up until we get on there, and then it's just like it's it's just like second nature. Because I mean, you put in your hours, like you put in your you're over a hundred hours, like us, of just literally just talking. But in front of a crowd, it's a little bit different. Yeah, I was gonna say like with this dude, this is like my fucking comfort zone. Yeah, even if it's someone... oh, look at me, dude. I'm freaking chill accent. Right yeah, now. am I too? Am I no, too chill? Dude, stay chilling. Right, like right. even if it's like a brand new person, I've never met them. If the episode goes one way or another, I'm still at my house. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not. I didn't have to drive somewhere. I didn't have to like. I'm not under a time frame usually. Um, it's just we're just hanging out. Yeah. But then, like, in front of a crowd, there's this, like, imperative to entertain and perform and da-da-da. And then, like, because how much, how much percentage of your live podcast would you say is, like, interacting with the crowd? Well, that's the thing. So they have to be – people usually won't – it's a live – people don't want to pay or go to a show and just listen to two guys talk. So at least I, I don't know. It, it helps that it's a, it's like in our hometown and it's like a bunch of people we know and family and friends, but we, 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 it's, it's necessary to like involve the crowd, like to have like games or bring people on stage and do like a trivia or do a giveaway or do like, um, I'm trying to think of some of the games we do. We do like finish the lyrics. So it's kind of like a, it's, I would say like 70% of it, more than half of it has to be, um, involving the the crowd and the people because we can't yeah. we can't just sit there and bullshit bullshit and it's because it's not as comfortable as just me and him me and benito shout out me and him just uh just talking because i think that'd be kind of boring so yeah we have to we have to introduce like the the crowd element of it but exactly. so i think that's kind of that probably did help a little bit with being like on stage and on a mic that might help with with stand-up but stand-up it's just you i don't have i don't have like him to like lean on or like finish my sentence or something. So yeah, I don't know. I, I won't know until I try dude. but it's definitely, it's definitely something I want to do. And yeah, I'd love to join you one of these days when I get the fucking balls, dude, it's a lot of fun. And honestly, and this is not no shade to anybody. And this is not talking shit, but because it's an open mic, you have more people bombing than you do killing. Gotcha. So at least if you, if, and when you bomb, you're not alone, you're not alone. <laughs> It feels and dude and that's why and that's why I love uh, Red Door so much because everybody bonds. Well, not not even that. <laughs> it's 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 the hardest open mic. Really, out of the four that they that's held here in the city, I would say that is the hardest. Like open t- mic. like the crowd is more picky or what? I don't know what it is. Hmm. It is just a tougher. Like you you've came to one of them. Yeah, it's a tough room. I tough crowd, tough crowd. I think it's a tough crowd because when I was there. You have like a bunch of other comedians. Like well, it's mostly other people that go on stage. Well, you'll have that, and that's every open mic. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's every open mic. Like is, guys is, that kill is most. Well, it's just mostly comedians in general, and I prefer that. 
I would rather go yeah. up in front of comedians. And make them laugh than just Cause freaking they, Johnny. Well, because they know what's going on. Randall's in the crowd. You know what I mean? They know what's going on. So I feel more, it, it, it eases my mind a little bit. Because I'm like, okay, I they all know that I'm new. They've seen motherfuckers bomb. They've bombed. So if I bomb okay. in front of these people, it's like, oh, they expected it. If I bomb in front of a crowd at a show, which I have, you know what I mean? Like my second, <laughs> my second like show that I did, which I wasn't ready for. How how what was how long was the set? Five minutes. No, I'm sorry, eight minutes. And he fucking bombed. And I bombed eight minutes. Yeah. Fuck, that's and I bombed fucking long. hard. <laughs> and that, that I felt bad after that because I was like, fuck, these people could be anywhere tonight. And they're here watching my stupid ass bomb. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then, yeah, it's fucking sucks. But then, with an open mic, it's like okay, you, not like, like, not like no yeah, 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 yeah. But like you, like it's an open mic. You, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I like that element of it. But I don't know what it is about Red Door, but it's just consistently like there are no pity laughs. There yeah. are no like. You know, <laughs> I'd rather have that then. Yeah, I agree. It's more, it's more real. Oh, I agree. So if I have material there that does even semi well, I know I have to work on. You're like that. this is good. I'm like okay, it. there's something here. I need to fine tune it. Exactly. Yeah, the uh, I we went to a a comedy night at Revel one time in the piano bar, and uh, they no, I don't even know his name, so nobody will even know who I'm talking about. But they introduced this guy like, this guy's the fucking man from wherever, blah, blah. And he came in and he was, I don't know if he was hammered or on pills or I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> but he was like, he would say a joke and we wouldn't laugh. And he'd be like, oh, that's not funny. Fuck you. <laughs> and then like, keep, and then like, keep going. And then he'd he, like, it wasn't landing. And then he would get mad at the crowd for not laughing. I think and I, I was know like, who you're talking about. I don't no shade. Hope, hopefully you're doing well, brother. Describe the guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was it was just like kind of... No, was, I just... I thought that was funny. Well, I just bring it up because... So yeah, you bomb, it's not the crowd's fault. Dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave names out of it. But there was... Uh, I didn't go to the show. This is information that I got secondhand. Um, there was a show at Bourbon and Boots. Because I guess the owner of Bourbon and Boots loves comedy. So every so often, they'll do comedy stuff there. Cool. It's a cool. Have you been to Bourbon Boots? I have. It's a cool little spot. I went to a karaoke thing there. I went to a just a, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. Well, anyway, they uh, they they were doing this comedy night, but it was like half show, half open mics. I think hmm. open mic style. Like people had like newcomers. That was kind of like the the gimmick. Was like new people. Anyway, like there was someone I guess who went up there. This real heavy set chick went up there and just fucking slammed, murdered. Nice. Fucking murdered. Self-deprecating, self-aware. <laughs> cracked it like the, she slaughtered, apparently, right? Did really well. Yeah. She was new or she was... She, yeah, brand new. Brand oh, wow, new chick. Good. Yeah, brand new chick. This other guy, who's been around a little bit, puts on his own shows. Let's, put it, let's call them shows with quotations. Is he a fat guy with he, long hair? No. Fuck. No, I don't think so. Was that the guy I, you saw? No, that wasn't the guy. <laughs> Did you just assume? <laughs> no, it was the guy. Um... <laughs> Fat dude with long hair. I'm curious. I don't know his name, bro. Johnny. That that uh that Johnny Smith or yeah, something. That's not the guy I was thinking about. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So <laughs> this guy gets up there and he's bombing apparently. And I'm getting this information from someone who was at the show. Huh. Bombing fucking hard. <laughs> he gets upset like two minutes in. Starts doing what you're describing. He's like, what? You don't think that's funny? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you guys. You don't fucking... Blah, blah, blah. All has this whole thing. 
ends his set early, fucking steams off the stage. It, apparently, this guy is like borderline pouting, like a five year old. Like goes and sits down next to his fucking you know busted ass girlfriend. Oh yeah, sits down there like like literally arms crossed, slunched, and you know what I mean. Butter, yeah, butter to shit. He he sits there, and then the host gets up there. It's a very funny guy, a uh, good friend of mine. He gets up there, and he's like, hey, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> yeah, he's like, cool, because this guy lo- is a fucking practitioner of this <coughs> shit. You know what I mean? He's been doing it for like yeah, eight, yeah. nine years. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> Have some fucking respect for the crowd that paid money to be here. Who the fuck do you think you are that you can get up here and yell at people for yeah. not liking your jokes? Yeah, for your miss miss. And he's just Fires. going off on him, right? <laughs> this guy stands up. He's like, fuck you. Oh, yeah, you he's want to fight him. Whatever. Well, people thought he was going to fight him until these other like friends of the host and the fucking giant security guard yeah. fucking started posting up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He realizes how outmatched he is by all colors and races of people mm-hmm. that are ready to throw down on this guy. <laughs> Colors and races. Yeah, it gets this gets his chick and fucking they just storm out. Damn, probably, yeah. He probably had a bad night. Dude. He probably went and did domestic violence at the crib. <laughs> he probably got. He's going home to punch or what? Yeah, <laughs> he probably had himself a couple Red Bull vodkas <laughs> at the house. Yeah, that's yeah, it's tough though, man. I don't know, but you if you're gonna get up there and try, you gotta be, you've gotta be ready to to not. To succeed well yeah, you can't exactly. get mad at the at the people well i mean it's you know it's one thing to get upset like i got upset but like, like you upset at you yourself. no exactly like like i when i got it's a good upset yeah I when i got done with my second show i was like fuck that was bad i had a couple friends that came out to watch me and i had a few people come out to to watch me that like that are friends of mine or like supporters of the podcast funny enough and yeah and I was like, fuck, like I bombed in front of these. Like, granted, I f- didn't feel as bad as I would have if it was a paid show. Very glad yeah. it wasn't a paid show. It was a, it was a no cover. Like, literally just come into the brewery, but just go to the back. Okay. And, you know, I was upset at myself. You know what I mean? I was I was not a good person. Like to, I did it. Like, like, I didn't, you didn't deliver. Yeah. Like, afterwards, I was not a good person to be around. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I was just, I was just not happy. Yeah. But, fair. but then it's a whole other thing to just start yelling at the patrons yeah, to take bro. it out. I don't know if I would be more, what would make me more nervous? Me going up there in front of uh, um, people I don't know, everybody that I don't know, or me having like five or six people that are there to support you and then maybe not making them laugh. Or or maybe like I wouldn't want the pity laughs from people that I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard, man. It's a hard beast to, to uh, try to tackle. But I'm proud of you for doing it, dude. That's very, it's impressive. Thank you. It's really, it's it's really fucking cool. And it's fun, dude. You sh- you need to come out and do it. Like I would hate myself. I would regret that for the rest of my life if I didn't at least try it a couple times. So yeah, it's definitely we definitely got to do it. Well, because what if you're funny? Yeah, I think what I'm. If, I don't like, know. Everybody thinks they're funny. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm funny, but everybody thinks that they're like. They're like they're pretty funny, but stand up, I think, is a different is a different beast. So oh yeah. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of, uh, well, cause yeah, what if that's like another thing you're able to do? Cause obviously yeah. like with your personality and how long you've been doing your podcast and the fact that you step out of your realm and you do live episodes, you guys put yeah. on a golf tournament. That was big. Yeah. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, like how, how many people showed up for that fucking golf tournament, dude? Uh, we had like 130 people, dude. Fuck. And they all paid, 
it was like each team of four paid like 500 bucks. We, we, we gave away like three grand to the, uh, um, oh my God. I'm so sorry that I'm forgetting your name, but it was for like, uh, helping kids, uh, that are like reintegrate, orphans, right? Kind of like kids yeah. that are that time out of CYFD cause they get too old. So it kind of helped them reintegrate into society. Not like felons, but like Half just kind of, huh? Like halfway homes? Kind of. But like they're they're too old to be in CYFD anymore, so it just the the organization helps them kind of reintegrate with and like helps them get like school supplies and clothes and like bikes and stuff to to survive as as young adults. But so that that was really cool. That was the coolest thing that we've probably done with the podcast. We want to do it again. We probably need to fucking get on that here in the next couple of months because we did it with like I think two months in advance, and it was so it that was that was it was a lot. It was it was really it was really fucking cool, but we definitely need to get more started out earlier. Yeah, so yeah, that was cool. So exactly right. So you you want to do more entertaining things. You yeah. want to do more entrepreneurial stuff. So what if you're funny? Yeah, it could. It what could, if what it if could you hurt? Get, what if you can go on stage and like get a chuckle? Yeah, and it's like oh shit, that'll be the. I feel like that's the best drug out there, dude. Dude, <laughs> dude, get a fucking hit of some laughs, dude. Dude, it is insane yeah i haven't i've i I, now before i say what i'm about to say i'm not a killer i I, i've never like done amazing right but the oh i thought you meant like a murderer oh (laughs) i thought you meant like ted bundy but like the the handful (laughs) of laughs that i have gotten bro it is the weirdest high it's a different type of high dude it is so fucking because then it's like okay now granted that put a little asterisk on this you have to do jokes you came up with. Oh, yeah. And there's motherfuckers that are big, and there's motherfuckers in this city that steal jokes. Damn, really? Fuck yes, there are. Damn. Fuck yes, there are. But what I will say... Those people don't last. Speaking, you, you can, they get filtered yeah. out, I feel. Speaking from personal experience, doing jokes you have come up with, getting on stage, delivering them, and then getting that type of feedback. Oh, yeah, dude. There is nothing fucking like it. Seeing results from your from your creativity, from it's your a, from your brain. Immediate feedback. Yeah. Immediate fucking feedback. Immediate gratification, dude. That could be dangerous also. Mm. I'm, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. No, you're right. But, because the nights that I bomb, and I, even at an open mic, I'm like, fuck. I didn't get that hit, dude. Like, I didn't get shit. that fucking. Well, that, that's another reason why I want, I'd like to live somewhere where I can do multiple spots a night. Because if I bomb somewhere, there's no time. There's 24 hours to Get change, back. readjust, even if it's micro things that might make it better. Mm-hmm. There's no momentum to ride. You have to like find a way to cage that momentum and carry it 24 hours. Yep. Whereas it's, oh, shit, I didn't do well with this one. Okay, I might change it, tweak it, do whatever. Quick. Change it, and then we're going to go to this spot, see if it does better. And it might do better. Yeah. Then you could. get that instant feedback. It's like, okay, I can lock and load this for tomorrow night. Yep. Now it's like, okay, now I got to wait 24 hours. And then if it's a Friday, it's like, oh, fuck, I got to wait all weekend. Yeah. And then, and I'm, I'm very obviously, I'm very thankful for the podcast, but there's only, there's some weeks where like I do one spot a week, two spots a week. Like this and week. And then it kind of fizzles out. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's. I like it. Like the positives of it, though, I just don't want to bitch. The positives of it, though, is that it forces it's forcing me to write more. Yeah, and really like hone in on that. Do you write down like with a pen and paper, oh, yeah. like or on your phone? Oh yeah. Well, and then do you practice in a mirror? So, yeah. So if I'm going and through, out loud. So if I'm going through my day, and I have like a funny 
idea or whatever. I my, my notes page is just littered with yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, but then what I do now, the system that's been working for me over the last week and a half, and I'm gonna keep using it, um, basically until I don't like it anymore. But what's been working for me recently is if it's a longer form thing, audio. Uh, no, I ha- I have to write it down pen and paper. Gotcha. That's how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I have to do like on a yellow notepad, and then like so basically on my little on my little black joke book that I have, uh, there's a pocket in the back of it. So I have all these yellow uh, notepad papers that I just fold in half and throw in the back. So I'll write long form every single word that's in my brain for that bit. Right, it's like a longer, and then it's like okay. What can I cut out of this? Transfer that to like the note page because it's smaller. Okay. And then like I have a bit about Apple Watches and I'm whittling it down. Like it started out as like a page and a half on a note on like a yellow page. And the more refined version of it that's getting more laughs, that got more laughs last night. The refined version of it is like barely three quarters of a notebook page. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And the goal, like trimming that, the fat. Exactly. So trimming it down. So I'm down, I'm on version three of that. And then if it's like little quick ones, like I have a joke about, uh, cause my AC has been out of my car all summer. So I have a joke about that. I can yeah. only imagine dude, AC or no heater in your car is fucking funny. I would, I would rather have no AC. Just saying I'd rather have no AC. Fuck no. I don't know. Actually. No, I would. I would rather have no heater because sure. the no heater shit, like I would hundred percent rather. Have no I get heater. cold easy. I get. I love. I get hot so fast. I'm not even that hot right now, which is surprising. But yeah, because that's a matter of preference. But just that minor inconvenience of your fucking car. <laughs> it's not a minor inconvenience, bro. It sucks. I know, but just like the thing you don't expect, <laughs> and then it fucks up your life. Yeah, so I have I have a, I have, a, I have a joke, dude. During the your summer, day, during the summer, I come back from because my commute back from work is like 35, 40 minutes because oh, of traffic. So I, during the summer, I'd come back and I'm my and like my down. hair, my hair is fucking yeah. soaked. My back is fucking or my uh, shirt's like pasted on my back. See, I can't do that. I can't be. I can't. Fucking sucks. But but anyway, so I have a joke about that and that, and I'm able to whittle that down to a little like three by five note card, you know. Yeah. Oh, you got some fucking... Uh, you guys want one? Hell yeah, I'll take one. This is my, uh, this is my beer of choice right here, so dude. So I've got that on a note card. I've got a joke about Heelys. That fits onto a note card as well. <laughs> but again, like Fuck, those... dude, I love this. Those quicker jokes start out on the note... Or start out on the notebook page because it's shorter, right? So it's shorter, so it'll start there. But I, my goal is to end it... Thank you. Is to end that on a 3 by 5 note card... And then I think when it's going to be fully refined is when it's like, okay, it can be broken down by opening line, setup, tag, punch, that's it. Quick. Like I would, and that's a, and that's a strategy that I got, that I got from listening to Rogan. Okay. Because apparently that's what he does when he's in, he's got all his jokes refined, like his quick ones. And even like his longer bits, because again, he's been doing it for so fucking long. He's got it to where he's got these note cards, like the, the flashcards. And he can lay them out on a table. It's like, okay, this goes into this, goes into this. And then these longer bits are like bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. That's what I want to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes a lot of fucking time. but. And you go up there, uh, but you practice them. Do you do it in like a mirror or do you practice it like out loud? <laughs> my, 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 short, my stuff recently, no. Uh, when I was practicing, so it was for my first show. 
Probably the longer ones yeah. have to be in a mirror well, or like out loud, right? So yeah, I benefit from from saying them out loud in general. Let me know when you want one, brother. No, uh, uh, um, I benefit from saying them out loud for sure. Uh, but like for my first show, what I started because I I was told five minutes, right? And and I stuck to it. I was like, I'm not gonna be the guy that on his first I could bomb. Fine, whatever. I'm a brand new fucking comic. Yeah, I'm. A, I don't even consider myself a comic. I'm a brand new guy getting on a stage. Yeah, but I can bomb all I want, but I don't want to run the light because that's disrespectful. Well, like, just go over your time. Gotcha. Um, I don't want to go over my time and do like five minutes, thirty seconds, five minutes, twenty seconds, because that's pushing the whole show back. Yeah, yeah, it's selfish. Yeah, it very. It's well, it's selfish and it's very unprofessional because then you didn't practice enough to manage your jokes and unself-aware of what, what exactly things are at. Exactly, and what was terrifying about my first my first fucking show was I was sandwiched in between two of the best comics in the state, mm. without a doubt. Nice killers, dude. Probably on purpose. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think so. The and and I've every time I tell this story, I have to shout out fucking Amory. She's the one that was hosting the show. She's the one that put me on after seeing me bomb at one open mic. She really came up to me. She was like, "Hey, let's do it again." She was like, "Listen, you need to we need to work on your writing, but you have good stage presence. I have a show in two months. Do five minutes." Nice. And I was like, "Okay, you know, like fuck." But anyway, yeah. Anyway, so, um, fuck. What was I gonna say? Oh, practicing. So that last, sh- the first show that I did, I fucking. What I started with was so different than what I ended with, like concept wise and like like lineup of jokes and shit like that. And I was just like, fuck, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. And finally, one of the best pieces of advice that I got was from uh, Robert Gibson, Buck D, one of the, my personal favorite comic in the, in the state for sure. Hilarious dude. He, we were, we were talking about, about his writing process and he was like, I don't write. He goes, I, just- I he goes, I have a funny idea. And a funny concept. Just try it out. And he just writes on. He's one of the comics that can write on stage. And he he's very self-aware. Like yeah. he he knows he's fucking smart too. Well, he's got a funny personality. And he just has a funny uh and like very magnetic stage presence. And he leans into that. Gotcha. So he like, I'm sure he writes here and there, but he goes, Yeah, but for the most part, I just I have an idea. I have my small bullet points that I think could run into it, but then I just practice it in front of a mirror over and over until it becomes funny. Mm. So I was like, fuck it. And I just got my three concepts I wanted to do. I wrote down, okay, what's my setup? Where am I ending? How do I get there? Amory said I had good stage presence. Just talk about it. So I threw on like my noise canceling headphones. And I think David was home and I think Springer was home. When I was practicing. And I'm sure I sounded like a fucking psycho to those Probably. guys. Oh, for sure. And I just closed my door and I was just talking to myself, reading my note cards. Like, okay, what do I think is funny? This and this. Okay. Act like there's a crowd in front of you. I grabbed a fucking empty beer bottle and act like it was a mic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I just act like there's a crowd in front of me. And it worked out okay for a first timer. Yeah. You know what I mean? But otherwise, like, it's just funny things that I, the things I think are funny and then I try to work them out and then like just, that's what's beautiful at open mics is like, if you bomb, you bomb, who gives a shit? It's reps. It's practicing. Yeah. Dude, it sounds like you're putting in a lot of, a lot of, a lot of work into this. It sounds like you are doing your research. It sounds like you're doing the right steps, taking the right steps to, to do this. And it sounds like you're enjoying it. So It's, it's just fun, dude. So much props to you, dude. I think what we should do in the next coming months, I know you're a fan. I think we should go get tickets and go um, fucking 
to kill Tony and Austin to see that Mothership show. Dude, I... I think we should do that. And I would only want to really go Do not even get these fucking started. I... Yes. You got to yes. do that at least once before you move out there, at yes. least. And you put your name in a fucking thing, and then if you get called, right? That's yeah. like the beauty of it. Well, so here's the thing. So I want to get tickets for sure. But even if you're a resident or if you're out there for Kill Tony, and you, it's free, it's free to sign up, go on, and just hang out. What do you mean? Like, like, like to sign up for Kill Tony, it's free. And then like, and like, like be, to go to sign up and, but they choose it randomly at a half. Yeah, exactly. Though. But if you get chosen, oh. allegedly, I don't know if it's changed since they moved to the mothership, but at least when they were in Vulcan, um, if you sign up and you go up there, you can just hang at the club afterwards. Oh, damn. And it's free. Nice. That's what I, that's what I heard about Vulcan. I think, I don't know if that's true about the mothership. I'm sure it's not because how tiny it is. Yeah. But. Still. but I agree. I really want to. But, dude, I tried yeah, when they did the last round of tickets for Kill Tony because tickets are like 40 bucks, yeah, 50 yeah. bucks. They're cheap. I tried to buy tickets for me and my roommates. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. I'll drop like $100 or, or $200 for. <laughs> $100 get two tickets. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll drop. I'll drop. Um, or no. No, no, no. Kill Tony. Kill Tony 25 is 25. Gotcha. Tickets for a show at the mothership, like a Joe Rogan and friends or Shane Gillis, whatever. That's 50 bucks. So regular kill Tony without like special guests is what you're saying? No, no, no. Just, yeah. Just regular kill Tony. Just going to a kill Tony show is $25. Okay. So I was like, fuck it. I'll drop the 110, whatever it's going to be with fees and yeah. taxes and just buy it for my three roommates. And then if, uh, if one of them, two of them can't show up, We'll just find people. To, who doesn't want to go to fucking Austin for a weekend, yeah, right? Yeah. So we'll figure it out. Dude, tickets sold out for six months worth of Kill Tony. Damn, so we can't even go. Dude, they sold out in three minutes. Fuck. Like that. So Because they because of the mothership? Well, that was when it was at uh, Vulcan. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine how tough it is now. Shit, so we can't even that idea. But they, is but, just but they announce it. Futile. They they announce it when the tickets are going to go live, and they sell out Kill Tony months in advance. Damn. Okay. So I agree. Find it out. I agree. We fucking need I to. I didn't even look into it. But yeah, it they haven't stupid. they haven't announced it yet. <laughs> yeah, I want to though. Stupid, 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 I fucking want. Well, because dude, I've got be friends. awesome, dude. Imagine I've got friends out in Austin, and I get fucking snaps and I get pictures, and like, hey, look, look where I went tonight, and I'm like. And I, I play dumb. I'm like, where'd you go? Yeah. You're like, why Why is my Austin friend randomly hitting me up at 1030 my time? Because they know. Because it's like, I know what or you're you going to send me. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah they know what they're going to, I know what they're going to send me. And it's the front of the mothership. And I'm like, Fuck. you bitch. You bitch. Yeah, I haven't been to a big, I went to one comedy show in Denver. Uh, what's it called? The co- uh, comedy something. In Denver. Is it Comedy Works? No, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comedy works out in Denver. That's the bigger show or bigger club yeah. out there. Me and my buddy Spencer, he was about to have a shout out my boy Spencer. He's going to be my best man uh, one day when I get married. Um, I'm, and I was actually, I married him and his wife. I was the officiatory. Shout out Spencer. He was about to have a baby girl. So he invited me out there to spend like a last boys weekend before he, before he uh, had his beautiful daughter. Um, but we went to the show. We, I was like, let's go to a comedy show. And we bought tickets to this, uh, I don't even remember his name, dude. Fuck, I suck. My memory is shitty right now. But we didn't realize that it was going to be an all-black show. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the best ones, bro. And it was fucking awesome, dude. (laughs) They are hilarious. Not they, but like, but black people. (laughs) It was so funny. And it was all, it, it was the black comic, 
all three black comics, they were just like clowning black people, clowning white people, clowning Hispanics, dude. And we were, we were. Oh, was it like we were styled the, after like the deaf comedy jam, that type of shit? No, I don't, I don't even know, dude. But we didn't know what we were getting into until we got there. And we were like, oh, every, we're the lightest people here. And it was so much fun. I think he's a, he's a, I don't even remember his name, but that, that's like the biggest comedy club I've been to was that. So I, I haven't been to anywhere in like LA or I've been in New York, but we haven't been to a comedy club out there. So, um, yeah, I think that would be like an actual club would be cool. Yeah. We saw Theo here last week, last year, saw Bert. Um, how was Bert live? He's fantastic, dude. He's he's really good. Is he? I, I don't. It, it, like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not he gets saying, a lot I'm, of hate on. I'm, like, I'm not questioning world. your judgment. I'm genuinely asking. Because, no, it's, it's, like, he's a beast. He's a he's a beast comic. He he deserves all his all his all, all his success. I think because I've tried watching his, like his newer special that came out. Dude, I like him in most podcasts, but I couldn't get through 15 minutes of his special. Well, I think specials like some it's different with these bi- um fuck like Theo Vaughn, dude. I think he's the funniest person in the, in the in the world. I've watched probably every minute of his podcasting content. I've seen his special. I've seen one of his specials where he's on shrooms, and it's fucking hilarious. After he did shrooms with Joey Diaz, and he just improv the whole thing. I've seen the regular people on Netflix, and I've seen another one on Netflix, and they're kind of all right on Netflix. I think he gets like nervous or something, and like the 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 special just doesn't hit correctly. Because he, I think he's the funniest person, like on a podcast, just him just ripping, being ridiculous. Yeah. But his 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 show here was was the best comedy stand up comedy I've ever seen. It was better than the, both specials that are on Netflix. I think he and 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 his podcast now is just taking off. But I feel like it's it's I feel like that's kind of what you're what you're thinking with Bert. Like you're like you saw a special and it was kind of all right. Like and it's and on. <coughs> Like a podcast personality, I think you could be. I think people are sometimes funnier on a podcast than they are on a special. And I, yeah, I don't know. Specials are weird. I think like there's few specials that I think have been really, like, like Shane, like the best Shane Gillis, Shane Gillis, Andrew Schultz, Shane Gillis, dude, Judge, uh, yes. uh, Jay Okerson, Big J's was yeah. really good. Um, Shane Gillis is is is. Did you did hilarious. you watch Shane Gillis's new special? <laughs> that that <laughs> fucking <laughs> bit about uh. And was, I mean, the whole thing's hilarious, but the George Washington yeah. Museum, yeah. and then we the just Biden, talked about that today on April Fools. The the Biden and Trump, where he's like, "You can't get in Joe's head. Joe's not in Joe's head." <laughs> no, exactly. Your, your son did crack. He like, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, yeah, huh? so good, dude. He Family. in his in his sec, <laughs> second to last special or his two specials go. He was like. He was like the Special Olympics dude. That's the craziest fucking concept. Oh, I've the ever one heard. in Austin. He was like, yeah. He was like, think, imagine being in like the boardroom and like the guy <laughs> to present that idea. Like, hey, so we've got, so we've got these fuckers here in our town. Let's race them against. We got. Let's see if we have the fastest ones. <laughs> the ones in the other town. Like, and the people are like, no, we probably. Should. That's probably a bad idea. But like. The Special Olympics is honestly insane. Have you seen Have you seen the South Park where Cartman tries to sign up for the Special Olympics? I haven't, dude. I, Please, I don't, Joey, I, pull that up. Let's, let's rip it, dude. Oh my god! Okay, I haven't seen a South Park episode. I ha- I haven't liked, but I don't. I haven't watched okay. enough for to reference. Like so that. specifically, the scene where it's him and his mom signing up. 
Oh, I don't even want to talk about it because it's so fucking funny. Yeah, don't, let's just dude, it is it so. But anyway, uh, before, <laughs> while he's pulling that up, what really? Because I've always loved stand-up comedy. Yeah, I never like really started looking into it until like really the pandemic. Because the pandemic is when I got big into podcasts. Yeah, oh, and yeah. When I got big into like being like studying stand-up, I guess. But yeah. like I grew up watch. Like I remember uh, like. Like ripping, uh, like a uh, vicious circle, dude. By Dane, Dane Cook, Cook by dude. Dane I was Cook. just gonna me- like ripping Sorry for yelling. No, I was good. just gonna yeah. mention Dane Cook back in the day. Well, I had, uh, dude. I, I begged. I my because my mom overprotective as shit. She would not let me watch stand up, but Same. I begged her to let me get, let her uh, buy me the uh, Jeff Dunham DVD when I was a kid, and I was like, it's puppets, please. That's like, old you know, school, dude. I loved it, right. <laughs> So I've always loved stand up, and then like when I would go to my 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 grandparents or my aunt's house, where really my aunt's house in California, because she would have like all the movie channels late at night. If you go onto HBO, you know you might get a an old Steve Martin or a Richard Pryor or Robin Williams or like, special, yeah, or but Jim like, Carrey. But what really made me love and respect the art is what happened with Andrew Schultz and his special that just came out that came out Infamous. last year Infamous because he bought it back from the fucking streamer they again props to him cuz he will never name the streamer i think it was netflix yeah for sure it was netflix he bought it back from them put it out on moment 15 dollars to watch it i and paid he, it i paid I for it i did too i did too cuz it's like yeah you build an audience you support your creator you support the artist and he i want to see it yeah he made back like 250% of his oh, fucking yeah. money are you kidding? Insane. That's taking over, dude. That's so and then and then he and then of course own ship. he releases it on Netflix for free like a month and a half later. And like Oh, did just, he? Yeah. Yeah. Can we watch it on Netflix right now? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh no shit. But then it's like that's so cool though. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, like now you guys can have Yeah, that you can directly support the guy though. Yeah, I that's taking over now. Especially when people are gonna Did you not the mercy of advertisers and stuff and it, it, did you see the video that he put up on Instagram of him walking his dad to Madison Square Garden? No. Oh, I bet it was dude. I'll tear up, dude. Oh you might want to find that next. Okay, okay. Cartman signing up for the Okay, so the premise of the episode, <laughs> premise of the episode is that Cartman is fat as fuck. And he wants nice. to accomplish something. So Probably he had some thinks, MSG earlier, dude. So he thinks that he can sign up for the Special Olympics and beat out all the handicapped kids at their own game. <laughs> okay. Okay, play this shit. And he's dude. not handicapped. He's oh, just fat. Hey, hey, make sure it's... Uh, is it on the stream, too? Yeah, I'm about to. Okay, cool. How do okay. we look on the stream, by the way? Do we look handsome, dude? Oh, we look fucking amazing. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Peak male performance. Yes. I like the stash, by the way, dude. Thank you. I'm so mad. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I love doing live pods so much. I can't even laugh hard, dude, because I can't even laugh without coughing. Um, Dude, I hate the fact that... Can we say retarded anymore? 
I think that shit is. I love that word, dude. Like, if someone's <laughs> being a a fucking retard, you can call them retarded. Let me tell you this story real quick about my father. Shout out, dad. <laughs> He's a veteran, actually, and his birthday is tomorrow. Shout out, my dad, my best friend. Um, happy birthday, happy birthday, pops. Um, he. <laughs> 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 uh, so I was so we one of his one of his friends in the military. Hey, find that video of Schultz. Yeah, I'm doing yeah go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> when so. we were kids. Uh, one of his friends in the military, uh, we went over and, and I was hanging out with their family. We went over for dinner or something and their son, their son, uh, their son's name is James and James has down syndrome. Right. And like, I, we grew up together. We were family friends and I was running around being a maniac. I was probably, I was younger and I was running around with James and I was being like a bastard. I was freaked, like just being a maniac, bad kid. And my dad's like, hey, how, how old are you at this time? I, I would imagine six or seven. Okay. And I was running around and my dad yells at me. He's like, hey, Nico. He's like, quit being a fucking retard. <laughs> yeah. And James's dad, my dad's friend, looks at him and was like, hey, Steven. <laughs> Come on. Like, my son has Down syndrome. Yeah. Can't use that one. Right. Even if it's not at my son. But it was I thought that was funny because right. I was probably being retarded more than the Down syndrome <laughs> friend James. <laughs> well, I mean, so. like, there's a there's a bit with uh um there's <laughs> the a R word is awesome. Well there's a there's a bit of <laughs> with uh Bill Burr where he's talking about uh, the word uh, fag and, Another, and faggot. And he's like, yeah, you don't... Are call, we still alive? Where he's like, oh, yeah. All right. And he's like, yeah, you don't call a fucking gay person faggot, but if somebody's acting like a faggot, you call him a faggot. Yeah, not he every gay person is a fag. He, he talks about a whole bit about that. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny, though? It was fucked up. You, know, you want to talk terms and conditions with fucking... Okay. With terms you, and conditions with, of what? With YouTube, like community guidelines and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's a certain... Literally, if I say his name right now, I don't know. Well, I don't know if they took it down because they recently did a sweeping thing where it's like if you talked about COVID and you talked about the vaccine and you got flagged for it, all your stuff got all all your flags got removed. Like literally, like like eight months ago. If you talked good about it, it was bad about it. Oh, but you would get flagged two years ago. But like YouTube did a sweeping movement like eight months ago, where it's like any content that got flagged for got unflagged and remonetized and that shit. Anyway, but just so this stream doesn't get flagged and I don't get a fucking strike. There's a certain doctor that went on Joe Rogan, and if you say his name, or if you say what he talked about, you get a fucking strike. That's insane. Remember? Remember when I got the yeah. strike for that? Instantly. Really? Yeah. Even, how far into the pod? Like warning, just strike. How Dude, far it, into the into the pod was it? Hour and a half. Damn, really? So they're fucking just. Well, because you, you remember, you gotta imagine, right? I mean, you've uploaded to YouTube, obviously. You yeah. know, you can add the captions or you can do captions on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. AI. It's AI That's reading just, what you're saying. Yeah, so damn. if you get the right words, yeah. So dude, you can literally say. Wait, who was it? Uh, uh hand me my phone. <laughs> oh, dude, this is such puss. We can't no, even. No, say you it. can't. No, Fuck like, you, YouTube. Well, because what is this North Korea, dude? Well, because what this? What'll happen is the fucking, uh, fucking fire it up. Now, it'll boy. it'll stream. It'll catch it on the stream, and and honestly, the stream might get taken down live. All right, well, let's, let's and then let's, uh, just just draw it. Just draw his picture of his face for me, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a you, man. Yeah, he's a G. But like, if you say his fucking name, that's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely fucking stupid. 
But you can say say retard, faggot, cunt, queer, whatever the fuck you want to say. And that's fine. But if you say like certain things of certain people that are going against a certain narrative, you may or may not get a fucking. Yeah, dude, because they gave me. Where we're going, dude. They gave me a warning. What is the difference between warning and a strike? So a warning is just something that, like, I have a warning on my page for saying something about, um, oh, that's what it was. I didn't catch it because they, they email it to you. They don't show it on your page at first. They email it to you. So I got a strike. Or no. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got a warning because we talked about something. I forget what the warning was for. It was... Uh, medical misinformation for the warning and the warning. Do you believe it was? No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Of course not. Yeah, no. So the warning stays on your page forever. Damn. Like forever. But then, what does that mean? It just like, it, it's a, just a tracker. Well, who sees that? The just YouTube. Nobody. Sees it? Oh, well, the YouTube admins see it, but okay. like it's on my page for. Like, when we get, if you remind me when we get done, I'll show you. Okay. Right. Actually, I might be able to show you it on my on the app. Um, but then, but, but then, if you get a strike. What happens is your first strike is it lasts for a week and you let's, can't, you can't upload. Or so, you yeah, can't. you can't upload for a week. You can't go live for a week, any of that. Damn. So, But then – and then you have to last a week of probation, I think, and then you get off of it. If you get strike two, it's 30 days. Damn. It's like 30 or 60 days. And then strike three is like baseball. You're out. Like they literally delete Fuck. your – fuck. they deactivate your shit. So, then, so imagine like I'm not a huge creator. The only money I get is from Chop Chili. Shout out Chop Chili. Shout out you guys. Thank you, chili, thank you for fucking supporting the pod. But I, I'm sending an invoice Yeah, soon, like YouTube isn't paying but us then, a fucking thousands yeah, of dollars. Right. So why but are they going to strike you? But be, because, or strike us. Oh, because it's the AI shit going against, or it's going, it's the AI shit detecting it that you're going against their community guidelines that you have to accept to get on the platform. But then, Ugh. but imagine, but imagine you're a big creator and suddenly you can't get monetized for a week. Yeah. Imagine any of us, whatever our, our our monthly pay is, you lose a quarter of it. Yeah, that kind of fucks you, doesn't yeah, it? Absolutely. And think about it. I don't have a staff. I have friends that help me. Yeah. Like I don't pay. I think the most I've ever paid Joey is like a giant comic book, like last uh, year. Uh-huh. Which yeah. one was it? Huh? Which one was it? Ultimate Spider-Man, bitch. Oh yeah, but like that's the most I've ever paid him, right? And like in this, in the couple of times that. That Springer or David have have produced for me. I don't pay them to fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't get paid from from so monetization. Wh- so you think this is? So you think that it's the strikes and warnings are not even given out by a person no, that is no. looking at them. It's just no. some fucking robot that is robot. picking now, up your verbiage saying that doesn't apply, yep. that doesn't align with the guidelines yep. and then just dishing out strikes and warnings. Exactly. Just fucking with people's so livelihood. I got yes, exactly. And I got Damn, that's, I did I, didn't even think I, about I that. did there was one that's strike. Retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Can the episode be called <laughs> retarded? There's one strike that I got that was uh I, I appeal all my shit, but there was one strike that I got that I appealed. But and, who are you and, appealing and, to? Just a robot? So, no. So I guess there is a there. Is, that goes up to no. The, I guess there is a. Um, I'm sure it's outsourced, but there's a there's a actual department of YouTube that deals with appeals, and I sent one of my strikes to them, and it got removed. Okay. So credit words due. It did get removed when a human when a human looked That's at what it. That's It got removed, but it's like. It took th- it took four days. So imagine if I'm a big content creator. That could really that could fuck everything. Like, like kill Tony, right? So kill Tony off of YouTube ads. Like uh, Hinchcliffe let it slip on an episode like three months ago, two months ago. Let what slip? Uh, how much they get paid? Oh, 
Um, he, yeah, it. he let it slip that each episode off of YouTube ads alone gets them like thirty thousand dollars. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So it's like, imagine if you're a fucking creator and you one of your thirty thousand dollar average episodes that pays for staff, that pays can't, for can't get monetized, studio, that pays yeah. for rent. So Theo Vaughn was talking about that. I don't well, know. No, Theo's with, with, was different because he went through. A, I know exactly where you're going with this. With, with uh, not Reba. What's her fucking name? Oh, um, with uh, what's her name? The Roseanne. Roseanne. Yeah. So what? Oh, that. So one. he. So she said. She said. She said it was. And if you watch the episode, she said something like, "And she's a Jew." She said like something like, "The Holocaust isn't real." Like, in satire. Yeah. Like oh, like like Biden definitely got this many votes. Like the Holocaust wasn't real. Like she said like four things in a row that were obviously joking sarcasm. Yeah. And they waited like a week, took down the episode. I don't know if they gave him a strike, but he was talking about like this, like kind of Wizard of Oz entity that he, they reached out to YouTube and they they reach out to YouTube to either appeal it or something like that. I don't know if they got in contact. They probably have more contacts well, than, they, we, than well, we do. No, yeah, but no, they, well, they've. But then they kind of like got this like the wraparound on why and they didn't really get in contact with a person, and then months later it got it, it just the episode reappeared. Well, I don't. So I don't know. I, I'd imagine with a big as a big of a creator that Theo Vaughn is, he has an actual rep at YouTube. That that well, that's what he was saying. They have a contact there, a human yeah. contact. Yeah, they have a guy. Yeah, sure. They have a guy. Thank you. They have a guy at YouTube that helps them out. But anyway, anyway, I I was able to get stuff removed, so credit where it's due. Yeah. But it's very silly. And that's why a lot of people are moving to Rumble. The fucking GOP is on Rumble now. Dude. Oh yeah, I'm sure. No, no, dude. They live streamed. <laughs> they live streamed awesome. with the exception of the last one, because the last one was ran at the uh, Democratic or the Democrat uh, news source. It was at NBC and MSNBC, right? But the first two presidential debates they they did this year, they didn't even live stream on YouTube. They live stream on Rumble. Interesting. On Rumble. How is I? I have a Rumble account uh, for a couple of different people, but I don't. I I don't I can't say I'm on it, dude. YouTube still is, is king. Yeah. So it sucks that we kind of have to just like well, I keep concede meaning, to this beast. I keep meaning to upload to Rumble. I just haven't gotten around to it. One of these days I will. Like, and, what, what, but the, it would only do good if you if a bunch of your followers. It's hard enough to get people from Instagram to YouTube. Well, than it is to get to Instagram to um, another app, have them download another app. If, allegedly, if not big enough. Well, uh, allegedly Rumble. Uh, their algorithm is a bit more forgiving, uh, like forgiving and unbiased. Okay. So I wouldn't. I don't think I'd start with that's episodes. that's a better word. I don't. I don't think I would even start with episodes. I think I would do like okay, what clips have done better? Um, I'd upload them and then the, try it out, and then the episode that goes with it. It, it would not be chronological. Gotcha. Unless I got like a real following. Gotcha, and it'd be like gotcha. okay, you know what I mean? Fuck, maybe uh, I should fucking try out Rumble. I mean, like, cause I had a I had a guy on Santi. I had him on, and he's mainly on Rumble, right? And he was like, dude, like, what's the difference? You take an extra 15 minutes to upload to a different site? And I was like, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. But I would never become a monetized creator on Rumble. Why? Because uh, you sign a contract with Rumble the same way that monetized creators sign a contract with Twitch, where it's if you become monetized through their system, you don't upload content anywhere else. Ah, uh, So it's exclusive. like, that's... Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. I'll always live stream through YouTube. Yeah. That's it's the easiest. It's the I simplest. Agree. That's it's the only thing that's gonna happen. And then I agree. Unless, unless I get, I start getting more money in, just like in general, no matter yeah. where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, I get more money in, then I'll pay the fifty dollars a month for uh, 
for StreamYard to where I can up so I can live stream to YouTube, Instagram, all that at the same time, uh, TikTok, and Facebook. Okay, just do it all at once. Gotcha. But again, I'm not going to pay an extra fifty dollars a month on top of all my other podcast monthly expenses to yeah. fucking you know what I mean? I like agree. The, the stream's not big enough. The audience is not big enough. Not yet, baby. Not yet. Not yet. Exactly. <laughs> so all right. I got to piss, but I want to watch this first. Let's dude, this is amazing. You're going to watch this with a bladder full of piss, dude? Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, this makes me fucking tear up, dude. Like, how fucking cool is that? That's amazing, man. That's beautiful. Oh, man, that's beautiful, bro. All right. Shout out, all the, shout out all the good dads out there, man. Dads are, I think, the most, are the most important thing ever. All right. Let's take a break. I got to uh, pee, too. Oh, <laughs> With his fucking whiskey. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break real quick. Take a break. Cut the audio. All, all, oh, oh shit. shit. It finally it's happened. It's time for a fucking break. Oh shit. If, is it broken? Uh, no, I can... Let's take a break. Cause now we have a we have a wardrobe malfunction. Uh we'll be back. Alright. And we're back on? We're back, bitches. Um no, I just haven't taken the initiative. Because people have been asking me, bro. I was kind of surprised. Like a, a people here and there have been asking me, like, hey, like, when are you gonna do another live podcast? When are you gonna do another live stream? It's it's my fault. Like I really haven't taken the initiative to like coordinate with my buddies to like see when they're actually free, when we got another episode coming in, that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm gonna sit up like this. I love I love doing the pod in general. It's a lot of fun, but it's the best. It's a added level to it when you got when you got a third person, obviously an extra an extra input to the episode. Oh, extra extra. Extra chuckles, dude. Extra questions we don't know. Yeah, and then and then we got the power, of, this. The power oh. of the internet. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then what I love about it is because, dude, talk, and then I knock on wood every time because the most important software this podcast has right there with Premiere Pro is OBS, dude. That's the AI? No, OBS is the software that's getting us on the internet right now. Like That's the live streaming software. Oh, the, really? The streaming in general. Gotcha. So, dude, the fact that OBS is so simple to use, and it's like whenever we're watching like the South Park or any videos or any facts that we need to put on the screen that adds to the conversation, just like Rogan, he clicks one button and the audience sees it. Gotcha. It's fucking sick. Yeah, dude. This the uh, this is also it's really impressive to me because at the 
at our studio, we have three guys back there when, we, when me and Benito are on there, and they, they, they've got soundboards and shit, and they've got all, they, they are doing all this. Well, you're also they're, they're doing the editing live, but we're yeah. like, so we don't have to do it. And that's what he's doing right now, too. So every time he cuts between us talking, yeah, it's obviously doing it in real time. Yeah, it's, it's uploaded. It's, like, so much praise to you guys. It's, 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 we're, we're definitely spoiled over there. And so I, you guys are we're way more well tuned You haven't tuned been to 519, this. have you? No. Off of uh, Central and 6th? Try by Sushi Hana, right by, by Dry Heat. Been to Sushi Hana. Yeah, okay, it's right, dude. It's, it's well, walk out of Sushi Hana, it's on the left side. Well, if the April Fools ever have me back, oh, dude, we'll have you back. I will take you with me. Dude, I actually, it is fucking sick. I actually have a uh, Benito's out of town next week, Tuesday. If you want to just do a solo pod with me on the Fools next Tuesday, we'll see if my schedule's open. Let me know. Yeah. It'll just be you and me. Okay. I actually haven't asked him about it, but that's chill. But I'm sure, it'll be, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be chill. Yeah, if he's cool with it and I'm free, I'd love to. It's cool. dude, they literally have. It's a like, different. It's a different. It's it's a different vibe than this for sure. It's well, what's neat about it is so the way it started is the guy who owns it does it completely pro bono, and then everything that's filmed there gets put. It's it's aired on TV, like it's on the live access channel. Their public access channel on like. Yeah. Channel, I don't know, ninety seven or something on cable. Yeah, that, that's like the the caveat. And because you guys, you guys are a, a considered adult content because you swear and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. you guys are after nine p.m. Yep, exactly. What is that shit? The best shit you'll ever taste on. That's a league of their own, right there, dude. What is that? Okay, so <laughs> typically I chew red man. Beach nut. Dude. Yeah, no, yeah, dude. Typically, Fuck. typically I chew red man, but then I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. I went to a gas station like a month ago. I just got a, I just got an energy drink. I was going to go check out. But they had a cardboard box that said half off tobacco. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, cause it, yo. It's from the fucking 50s, but dude. Then, yeah, but then, so they had, a bag of Le- they had a bag of Levi Garrett. So I got that. But then they had this. 1897. And I never, I've never had that before. So I was like, I'll try it. Dude, that is my favorite chew. What do you do? You just chew it? So I get a pinch. I, I, last week. Yeah, so I get a, a clump Fuck, of it. It smells so good. I want to do it. <laughs> I put, dude, I fucking dude, love it. Dude, it, it, it tastes like raisins, bro. Like you literally get a clump of what I do. Get, I get a clump of it and I put it in the back, like back of my you jaw right there and I spit it. But then, dude, I can literally have this in for the next like two and a half, three hours. Well, get ready, dude. Because, right, about because I'll just in. chew it if I'm like losing the, like the solvency of it or like if I'm losing my spit, I just chew it. Like bring it up to my teeth, chew it, put it back in, keep spitting, bro. Damn, that's hard. That's man shit, dude. I fucking love it. I keep meaning to try. A couple of the homies in the slums were telling me about this. In the slums, the slums of Harvard. Oh, they they were telling me. I was like, where are we at, Gotham? <laughs> they were telling me. <laughs> where have you been, dude? They were telling me about how you get half a jaw of chew, and then half a jaw of big league chew, like the gum, and it's called a Scooby snack. How much fucking tobacco do you need, dude? <laughs> a Scooby snack. I thought a Scooby snack was fucking weed and no, that's a doobie. <laughs> not a Scooby doobie. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say just uh, a blunt. Oh no, no, not a doobie. A fucking a uh, spliff. That's what I'm thinking of. Is okay, yeah. Tobacco and weed. I don't know, dude. I'm I I work for the government, so I can't do that. Anyway, but yeah. Anyway, so. 519, they fucking, the owner does it completely pro bono. You just reserve a time, you go in and you do it. But dude, they have the, he was talking about three cameras, but these are like ten to $12,000 cameras, like movie quality cameras. These are? 
No, no, no. The one you guys oh, have. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, the, these are these are 800 apiece. Um, so, right. so then, so then they have three guys in the back that are doing like different camera angles and audio engineering. Like they're on the they're on they're on this too. They're they're. Yep. I don't know what the fuck like they're, they're doing. They're on they're on monitors and shit. Like it's a really cool fucking setup. And it looks like it's more of like a. I, I think of it like kind of like a. It, it has the presence or it has like the. Uh, the look of kind of like a TV show, like, like a, a daytime, like talk a, like show. exactly, like a Good Morning America thing. Yeah. But it's cool. It's le- it's less of a hang. It's more like it's kind of it's kind of uh, daunting, I guess, when we have guests because they kind of get like cause there's lights and it's like a big production. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Thank you. There's like big studio lights on like railings. It's like a studio. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like we're like we're used to it, but like it's I we don't have we we get the episode and then we. We uploaded it. And it's already edited because they, they do it all live. So we're really spoiled, dude. So shout out them. But yeah, it's shout out to you guys for for understanding what you're doing because I, I I I couldn't even begin to to do this on. We would I I I don't know. I, I doubt we'd have the podcast if we had to do this shit. It'd be just because we started. We didn't yeah. have to do it when we started. So no, I get you. Props to you guys. No, and I, and I love having the homies here to help me out with it. And again, it just. Having another friend, another element, hang, yeah. just to hang out. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's fun as shit. But anyway, can you look up for me real quick the we amount have, of comedians that have sold out Madison Square Garden? We have maximum punishment for uh, shooting yourself in the foot first, right here. Oh right, <laughs> right yeah. No, bring that back up. Bring that back up. Okay, okay. So scroll up a little bit. So if you want to avoid the draft, and you, and article, you article one thirty four. Okay, self-injury without intent to avoid service. Uh, deals with service members who inflict injuries on themselves, though not with the intention of avoiding... Oh, wait, what? This is Okay, so this is the only thing I could find. That like if I ask you to shoot me? But under this article, there is a portion that is... If it's wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's say, let's 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 pause that. Oh, without okay. intent? No, I was going to say, yeah, let's read this. Okay, Fuck. so this is American law. Paragraph 103A of the no, 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 no. Manual for Take Cor- that back. That's not American, American law. American law? That's military law. That's oh, it's whole, UCMJ. This is UCMJ Article 134. Okay, so UCMJ. So, so people, yeah. yeah, for people who don't know, there's American, like the United States federal law and then state law, but then the, the military has their own justice system called the United... Unif- Uniform Code, Code of, of Yeah, U- Uniform Code of Military Justice. Gotcha. UCMJ. Like you can't handle the truth. Yeah, that type of shit. Exactly. So, under the UCMJ, paragraph 103A, uh, deals with service members who inflict injuries upon themselves, though not with the intention of avoiding service. It is usually applied against service members who attempt to commit suicide. So, it is illegal in the military to commit suicide. And fail. And fail. (laughs) You are that bad of a marksman that you can't shoot yourself in the head. Yeah, yeah. If you if you can't off yourself, dude, you're going to jail. You're going to Leavenworth. Okay, yes, that's even you understand too. So you hear like from middle military people and service members, you hear about an Article 15. Yeah, that's a punishment. So Article 15 is a blanket punishment. It can literally range from like two weeks of extra duty or like reduced pay. Yeah, it can range from that all the way to jail time in Fort Leavenworth. Like there's a huge range. No, you have to bring it. No, that's that's just what it is, though. So that doesn't answer our question, though. So, but this is right, or does it? Co- no, not yet, not yet. Okay, so, okay. But all I want to, 
all I want to establish here, yeah, maybe nicotine does give you hiccups, dude. It, I don't know. You're doing you're doing the old school nicotine, dude. You're no, doing I that. Just, I, I you're doing Helen Keller shit, dude. Fucking <laughs> so, but this so this shows that the UCMJ has laws against suicide, punishable. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, I I can't remember government property. But is it if you're know. sad or if you want to get out of going to the war? So no, like this is like just without without intent of of like I don't want to be in the military. Like I'm my. Gonna, Oh. hurt myself. This is no. If it, scroll back up. Scroll back up. The last sentence is the most How? indicative. It is usually applied against service members who attempt to commit suicide. But commit. But if you're committing suicide, you're not just getting out of war. You're getting out of the life. rest of your life. Exactly. And they're punishing you for that if you fail. I don't know about this, dude. That's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked. So go down to the, so the original the original <laughs> uh, prompt that brought this up was what if you're like shooting yourself in the foot to get out of the draft? That's and what I said. What applies? Type in foot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so they actually have a portion where self injury, self injury inflicted intentionally, the accused can be punished with a dishonorable discharge, forfeiture, allowances, and pay, and two years of confinement. But that's if you're already in the military. But self injury inflicted intentionally during wartime or in a hostile fire pay zone. Ah. The accused punished with a dishonorable discharge, forfeiture, allowances, and pay, five years of confinement. So that's kind of a blanket because once you're drafted, you're, you're in the military. Like gotcha. You're, you're yeah. So the, oh, really? No, so the, yeah, UC, the, the UCMJ. Well, dishonorable discharge me, dude. I'm not in it anymore. That's how right? selective service works. Like once you sign up that selective service when you're 18, like you're in. Yeah. So the, the UCMJ only applies to service members. No, dude, you don't want a dishonorable though because a dishonorable discharge is the that's equivalent the of a felony. You can't vote. You can't own a firearm. I don't like vote that. anyway. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do own a firearm, though. Shout out guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, though. Shout out big ammo. Yeah, shout out. Uh, yeah. Nah, I'm not gonna. The, shout out military industrial complex. Yeah, I'm not gonna say the next one. <laughs> shout out. Are we live? Yeah. All right. Fuck uh, yeah, we're live. <laughs> sponsor us, Boeing. That's oh, dude. Right, I randomly get like a hundred thousand dollars in my checking account. <laughs> I'm not asking questions, dude. That makes fucking bombs and shit. I just think it's hilarious. Al Qaeda. Well, I just think that it's hilarious. <laughs> Hussein. It's, have you seen that that meme where it's like uh, when Toyota randomly gets an order for 40 new trucks in the Middle East, <laughs> and it's all the black dudes going, "It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, man." <laughs> well, no, dude. Yeah. How crazy is it that the same company that builds the bombs to blow up Iraq? was the same company that went and did all the reconstruction of the same shit they blew up. Is that true? Yeah. Fuck. That was um Lockheed it was uh Lockheed Lockheed Martin. What is and, it? Pfizer? And Raytheon. No, that's medical shit, bro. I know, but like they probably fucking do more shit than that. Well, yeah, I mean they forced an entire fucking country to Are take we going to go shit. down this rabbit hole? I mean, that's the thing, though, is like it's not a it's not a rabbit hole and it's not conspiracy. Anymore. I agree, it's not. Like they were on, they were so twelve years ago. Fauci is on camera saying that if you build a natural immunity, you don't need vaccines. Now, then three years ago, he's on camera saying you should get it no matter what. Then they're wait, hang on. Then they're also on camera saying if you get the vaccine, you're not going to get COVID. Three years later, they're saying, well. You know, we have the data that shows you will get COVID, but then you still might not. You know, the, the backpedaling. They're full of shit they're the all, whole time. They're liars. It's all for profit. And nobody gets, there's no accountability, no apologies. No. Have you seen, 
And honestly, if we're kind of going down this, can you look up a YouTube video? It is the Olympics, Olympic opening. I think it's 2016 Olympic opening ceremony. It is a big wizard Grim Reaper with a bunch of hospital beds and nurses for the Olympics in London. Hmm? This is in 2016. Look at this creepy ass shit, dude. I just saw... I seen I saw this a couple years ago and I saw this this other day and I was like this is the perfect podcast to fucking bring this up on dude <laughs> because how and it's like the whole 2016 was real fuck dude dude London Olympics opening ceremony 2012, 2012. so nine years ago what the fuck kind of shit is this sorry for burping on the on the mm -hmm. mic dude it is oh, let me see. do you see it with the big wizard thing. Oh, look, not available. Ha <laughs> ha. Let's try. Yeah, that was, 20, that was the 2012 Maybe look on a Twitter. Twitter by no, I was going to say, so you might want to look at her X. No, dude, fuck. If we can't find it. So go on, go on Google, type in the prompt, and then just go to videos. Because yeah. that'll show you everything. Oh no, dude! No, the default browser is DuckDuckGo. Use that. Yeah. So, so what, basically, what, describe it again. It is. It's. It's opening ceremony to the Olympics, and it is a. It looks like Zazobra, which is also fucking some pagan crazy it's corny. shit, dude. It's yeah. corny. Shit. It's it's some it's it's a big black Grim Reaper with the wand, and there's a bunch of medical staff. It's like it's like a show, a bunch of medical staff and, and nurses. It looks like it's it's. It looks like it's, uh, what's it called when you like, it looks like it's, it's like, oh, we're about to go into a fucking pandemic. Hold on. Grim Reaper Olympics. I need to find it, dude, because you'll think it's like, whether or not it's that, it's fucking weird. It's, it's the, it looks like Voldemort. It's the 2012 Olympics, dude. Fuck. It's, it has children in hospital beds. Nurses, white men in white clothing, and a giant figure dressed in black for the Olympics. And it, even if it's not, what is the word I'm thinking of? Not predisposing, it like not premonition, but whether it's not like preempting, pre like predicting, predicting an, a pandemic. Conspiracy shit like that, yeah. You know what I mean? But, it, but it's hard to find. I can't just find the opening, which is weird. What? Yeah, it's. it's My phone's people, freaking out too. Looking up it. It's oh. a bunch of people talking about the. Opening. Here, watch. I try, try Twitter, because I saw it on Twitter. Twitter won't. Uh, my Twitter won't let you on. Yeah, I don't try Twitter. Twitter's Fuck, all fucked dude, up on my. Because my, I don't know if my accounts got hacked or something, but I, it won't let me on without like. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, I need to reset my password to my email, but then they send the code to your email. It's like I can't get into my email. Now my Twitter's all fucked up, dude. Did you find it? Hey, look at this shit. Oh, it's on my phone. Fuck. Is that playing on my phone? That might not be it. But it's like a bunch of nurses and like it's, hospital things running around, and there should be a big. No, it's strange. I, thought, I don't know if that's what you think. No, it is, this isn't Brody. it. This isn't it. This isn't it, dude. I don't know. Anyway. Let's anyway, move it's on. Just, yeah. Anyway, it's just the moral of the story is that we got we got lied to and people know it. We got fucked. Yeah. See, that's so weird. That's the second video. Totally different video. Nah. My first one I tried to play. What's my one notification? Just show me that. It's all right. 
I'm curious. Hey. New subscriber. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to get your opinion on this real quick, Nico. Oh, yeah. Jesus, dog. Sorry, we'll see. I want to get your opinion on this. Ask me, I guess your reaction to this. So I put up a video or a clip, a reel for the podcast. You know, I put I put reels up and shit like that to advertise the episodes and promote it and really highlight the guests, obviously, right? Yep. So I put up, and you especially at like our level, you never expect things to go quote unquote viral. Yeah. And so I haven't even seen the view count recently, but. I had a real go up, very nice girl, uh, Alexandria. We talked about uh, cancer research and we talked about like addiction and how it affects the brain and all that type of shit, right? So we, uh, I put a reel up because she's in medical school right now. She's doing a lot of her residentials and she's working in hospitals and the ER and shit like that. And she had a, uh, a mother and her son come in that were heroin addicts. And the, and the son was real young and she asked the, uh, the son, Hey, like, when did you start doing heroin? And he goes, Oh, my mom gave it to me on my 14th birthday as something for us to do. Fuck. So in the clip, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I remember she's explaining it and she goes, well, why are you guys like here today? What are you getting seen for? And they're like, Oh, we had a bad batch. And I don't know why, it just made me laugh. And I'm like, yeah, what the... F-? And she goes, oh, yeah, the it, but she highlighted, the, the mom highlighted the only reason they're there is because of the bad batch. And I made a joke, because we all know, and there's a level of realness to this, because we all know that heroin in America, by and large, is made by the fucking Chinese and funneled through the Mexican cartels. I believe it. We know this. No, it's fact. I believe like, it. We know this. So I was like, oh, yeah, the Mexican, Im- or the Chinese immigrant that made it stirred their dirty finger in the batch and now it made it a bad batch obviously joking about yeah, it right yeah, yeah, yeah. do you want to hear some of the comments under the video what was it on tiktok or uh, okay. instagram we'll start with instagram okay because the main ones are on instagram so right now the reel is at just under thirty thousand views oh nice so that's awesome so here's here's what i get uh, bu- 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 <laughs> let her freaking talk. I wanted to hear her story with a bunch of emojis. Dude is insufferable. Oh yeah, get the hate, dude. Um, I love the fucking hate. Coming coming from someone with a mom like this. Oh wait, no, never mind. That's a, that's a supportive one. Um, oh, uh, bu- 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 I feel like it was incredibly. It was disrespectful to start laughing over an incredibly messed up story like this. Show some more respect for the guests on your podcast. Dude did really do or. Bro, he really just laugh over that. What the fuck? Let me see the video. Uh, I'm pulling the video. <laughs> uh, she she literally said the mom was there, so you don't listen and then laugh at tragedy. Um, and I'll, I'll read that one last. Uh, <laughs> probably the worst host in history. Damn, dude. That's not for the that's bro. not what a bad batch means at all. Let her talk. You're not listening. More so, you made the segment more annoying. It could have been good. Laughing that hard was a tad stupid as fuck. Damn. Can you maybe not, or can you maybe have some some sensitivity and not burst out laughing at this child's misfortune? You can see the woman sharing her stories is made uncomfortable by your idiotic goffing as she recounts this fucking traumatic incident. 
fuck, this guy's annoying. Story was interesting as fuck. And then the last one, right? Because I'm going through and I'm like liking all the comments, right? Oh, yeah. I can tell this guy uh, really gets off on these comments since he's liking every single one. So I hope you bother to read this. You are actually bad at your job. Do you know how to shut up for the life of you? She was actually saying something interesting and had us on the edge of our seat wanting more. But you're so obnoxious and we want to turn it off. Congrats on ruining your own content, I guess. So then, so then I uploaded it to TikTok. Didn't get as much traction yeah. on TikTok. But got some hate, I bet. Um, it got one comment that made me laugh. Um, where is it? 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 Okay, so you know how on Instagram it'll like say uh view hidden comments if like the algorithm itself decides to hide co- hide like comments or some shit like that yes i do so, know that so on on tiktok it's, it's called folded comments okay the one it hid was i hope this clip goes viral and this guy gets canceled Oh, dude, Idiot. yeah, that's what, exactly what we fucking... I try to get canceled on April Fool's pod every fucking week so that we blow up, dude. I, I am so close. Dude, because, like, cancel culture... Cancel culture lasted, like, four years, six years, but now it's, like, if you get canceled, yeah, that, you're, like, uplifted. That's the best thing you could do is get fucking canceled these days, dude. Because... Just because they're the loudest doesn't mean that these fucking idiots that are bitching and crying have no sense of context are correct. Like, they, they don't get to, like, oh, I love it. I'm literally, it's been like a bit, like, I'm trying to get canceled on the April Fool's pod so that we get more views and more. Yeah. If I'm getting more hate, there's got to be some fucking, I, de- I, I 100% believe that there's more people out there that think it's funny and understand the context than actually are getting butthurt about well, cause there was, the moms doing heroin with her son. Well, there was like 1,100, 1,200 likes, but there was like 20-something, or like 15, excuse me, like 15-something Can I see the video? Can I see your reaction? Oh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just play it. Because I want to... Because I don't know if you could... Try to pull, it on, pull up Instagram, but I know Instagram was like fucking us in the last one. So try to pull up it's Instagram. It's not because I want to get my full... I want to see your full reaction and see if... The, the hate, I already know the hate's not warranted. It's not even hate. I think I think that's all fucking funny. Oh yeah. If I no. get a hundred comments saying that I how much I suck. Well, because I thank look, you. Yeah, exactly. Because I look at that, I'm like, it's engagement. Yeah, exactly. Give I'm me like, more. Give me more. Exactly. Give me more engagement. That's why I'm laughing. I don't about give it. a fuck. I need password. Yeah, exactly. So that's okay. Let me just yeah, watch so it. Watch. Here it is. Is it long? No. started your 14 year old on how she goes it was something for us to do together that is when i heard that i i did have to oh you talked to the mom oh yeah i talked she was there okay yeah. so i have to ask was the mom recovering at that point currently no, using? they were both using it's just the the issue was uh she told me that they had a bad batch and that her child <laughs> yeah yep and I have to say, I had to take a second. She's fucking laughing too. Okay. Yes. I have yeah. That's the issue. It wasn't coached properly. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. The small <laughs> immigrant that had to fucking bake that heroin for you fucking stirred it around a little bit too much with their dirty finger. Should have washed their hands. Sorry. They're, oh my God. My brother. Dude, that's fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. What? That's fine. Let her talk. 
They didn't even watch the whole episode. They watched the fucking clip and they want to bitch. Well, That's fucking hilarious. You know what, so then the inside And you're a great host. I will say that. You're you're a fantastic host. I could I haven't even tried to do what you do, dude. To actually host m- multiple guests, so fuck them. Thank you. Yeah. Um And she probably didn't take any offense from it, right? No, of course not. Alexandra's a sweetheart. And dude, and she's the type of chick like that was the first time her and I like actually met in person. Really? Because she got referred to me because we had mutual friends. She's, um, just a med- she's a, not just a medical student, but that's what how... Yeah, well, because she got referred to me by two, two people I had on the podcast. Uh, one of them hit me up and was like, hey, um, this would be... Before they even came on, like, hey, I don't know if you take guest like, referrals or whatever, but like, this is somebody you should have on because we had the, had her on our podcast. She's totally good, da, 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 all this stuff, right? So that was the first time her and I met, but like right off the bat in that episode, I could tell like this is the type of chick that would tell you what's up yeah. to your face. And cut and she yeah. seems like so, cool and yeah and so, chill. So in, she's not gonna So it, it tells you the average watch time. Oh and, yeah. And it's a pretty good pool of people considering that like um there's twenty eight thousand uh plays on it, right? Yeah, that's good. So dude. the average awesome. watch time of those twenty eight thousand people thirty seconds. Forty. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, keep watching it. Share yeah. it with your friends. Send it to 10 of your friends on how shitty of a host I am. Yeah, Keep please. sending it. Yeah. Please, literally, please. Bleed the fucking feed with and, that, dude. And it's and it's still getting like likes and shit. So it's like, okay. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, like, please give me more hate. I'd, I'd call that viral for sure. That's awesome. Like, give me my fucking... Oh, dude, if there was a... If there was... A fucking clip. There was a clip of me, of Benito, and it was probably last year. There was a clip of Benito and I. We were talking about natives or something, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, they can just make up whatever names they want over there. Like, like, give the names to their kids, like, ridiculous names or something. I don't remember the context. I don't even remember what I said. But then we got up, like, it got shared a bunch, and it was one of our most, like, most uh, interacted with videos. People were like, this is actually so insensitive of natives and we actually get our names from this and blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, this is, first of all, you don't even, you're not, you don't even, she's like, you don't even follow us. You don't, you don't watch our content regularly. And you're just coming on this one little video to bitch. Like, keep it coming, please. Well, it's like, that, I don't care. So all of that. I love it. I didn't, I didn't even, and I have to hold my tongue to like fight back with them. Cause I want to just go out the fuck off and beneath those like, just don't say anything. And I'm like, Fuck you're right. Just let him go off because I I want to interact with everyone, which is you can't you can't. Well, you can't. But like the best thing to do is just like it and move on. Yeah, that's just be petty as fuck. Well, it's it's just acknowledging and just move. And then again, it's like or no liking it is like because here's fuck you, but the quickest fuck you and I'm out. Yeah, because here's the thing too, right? So, a yeah, you don't. You clearly, if you're commenting that, you didn't watch the full episode. Yeah. You don't really give a fuck that You don't much. know who we are. You don't know yeah. that we joke you just around. Wanna, you just don't want to grandstand. And then, and then also, if you are coming to a pod, let's be real. Let's be, let's be honest. If you're coming to a podcast like one of ours for legitimate information, like <laughs> shit you need to like, stake. Like, oh, and, and that is not, and that is not like, don't get me wrong. No, that is not like nobody comes to our podcast for fucking politics and yeah, like, how to save the world, dude. It's a like, mid- like that's not discounting any of the guests that I've had. Any of the guests, like if I've okay, got if I've true. got a guest on the podcast like her, where she is specialized in the things we're talking about. Listen to what she is saying. Yeah, like the guest, listen to the guest. Don't listen to my stupid ass. Yeah, exactly. I'm the arbiter for the crowd. I am. Like, I am here to pull the information out. Exactly. Listen to the information. A, yeah, man. Okay. And then B, 
I'm, I'll be, and I say this all the time because it's the fucking truth. I'm blessed. Okay. I'm blessed. I have an amazing circle. I have an amazing group of friends and I Thank love, you. I love all of them. No, for real. Right. I've got an amazing group of friends for better or worse. They know exactly who I am. Yeah. The moment that I get real criticism, which I have in the past, I get real criticism from them. I was going to say, that's where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this to heart. That's what matters. Maybe I am being an asshole in this situation. Maybe I was, maybe I was a dickhead in that situation, whatever. Some random fucking chode. Yeah. I don't care. Some fat Annie in her fucking, (laughs) in her pajamas, dude. I don't give a shit what I'm you think here. about yeah. fucking this heroin addicted fourteen year old. Yeah, I'm or about just, Native Americans. We're here. No, you're for white. We're, and you're clearly making a fucking joke. Like you think you think I'm gonna sit down with someone of whatever joke I made and then like talk. Like, will I joke to their face? Yes. Will I talk shit? Of course not. And yeah. and the only reason I'll make a joke is if they're fucking making a joke. Or if you know that, like, you, you're self-aware enough to, to know that you're not going to say something fucking out of line that's really going to offend mm. somebody. You'll, you, exactly. You, you're, you're doing this helps kind of with that self-awareness to where you know what you, like, kind of what lines you can cross and how far you can take things. Exactly. In, even outside of, uh, fuck, I str- kind of struggle with this sometimes because I, I kind of feel like maybe at work or around a lot of people that I can say things that I say around my friends or around people like us that like usually most people will know that it's a joke and that, and if you understand that joke, either it's an intelligence thing or not being egotistical or narcissistic or whatever. Well, it's just how well you know each other. Yeah. Like I could get away with that. And then if you, you can kind of gauge it, especially when you're on a one-on-one conversation on camera with somebody. You kind of know what where I can la- laugh in someone's face about something and if she's going to take it, how she's going to take it. I feel like you're, you, you, you kind of can gauge that. And if you don't, then you had, you're like, well, fuck, that was a mistake. I'm sorry. You can apologize. But it's – it's well, no, exactly. And why then, are they coming to her defense when they don't even know her or you and they don't know the context or they don't know how she even she again. was she was probably fine with the and whole the, thing. And, well, and then to add context, I I forget if she said it on camera or before. Or she acknowledged it at the end of the episode. I know that, but like I don't know if she said it beforehand or like off camera when we were when I was setting things up. But she's seen the podcast. Like she did when when we, when I booked her because I book at least. Unless something like you where this came up very like sporadically. I love it. I usually book out three weeks to like three months in advance. She knew what she was getting into. So she took the time to do her homework and Mm -hmm. she watched some episodes. So she she got an idea of what kind of guy I am. She got an idea of my personality. So me cracking a joke like that wasn't like, whoa, he's being a racist. He's being fucking insensitive. Like Racist gets heroin addicts. Yeah. (laughs) Let me say this. You were being insensitive, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, that's the point. The like, fuck? Who Who's the sensitive police? Right. Fat Annie on the Instagram? <laughs> like, yeah. even if I was being insensitive, who cares? And? Yeah, dude. And it's like, and, and, and some people, and I doubt we're, we're to that level, um, but if somebody's going to come on your show, have three weeks to prepare, do their homework and research, they're probably going to be like, okay, like, I want to go and like, I'm, I'm a special guest. I'm going to spit my piece. I obviously respect this person enough. They respect me enough to welcome me on their platform. Um, unless there's somebody that's going to come on and try to just argue with you and, and spit ideologies and stuff. I don't think you've had a person like that yet, but 
if in in that case, I'm like, let's dance. Not, not directly. Like I've never had anybody come on with an agenda. Uh, I've definitely had debates and we've had borderline arguments on the podcast really? with, with a few guests. Yeah, Ooh. with a few guests, but I've never had someone come on with an agenda. Good. I haven't had that yet. Um, okay, great. But you would, but you that would be take. You wouldn't have a guest on that would be capable of an agenda. I think. I would like to. I would. I would. I, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think. It, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. But I. Okay. So great example. Did you moderate or at least produce? That's a better word. Did you produce the one for Nico or is that David? Nico who? Uh, unique Nico. They got all the tattoos. Photographer. David. Did David do that? Okay. So we had this guy on who he his main gig is photography and videography. Amazing life story. This dude was homeless with his family, got fucking shot, ran over by his ex-girlfriend, crazy shit. I'm not going to sit here and crack jokes about him being homeless. Yeah. Obviously. As funny as that could be. No. (laughs) No. I'm I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not here. I'm not going to talk shit about his life experience. Now, granted, did he make jokes about him getting ran over by his ex-girlfriend? Yeah, we laughed about that. Well, that's hilarious. We cracked jokes. <laughs> but I'm not going to sit here listening because he opened up. Like, like props to where it's due, credit where it's due. He opened up about yeah. his life story. Respect. I'm not going to sit here like, hi, you were fucking, no. Yeah, you know, you, you know how to gauge it and you're yes. just like self-aware, self-awareness Again, at its finest. To, like you were saying earlier, like not to, not to stroke my own ego or anything, but I've done hundreds of hours of this. Yeah. Hundreds. I have a decent idea of how to gauge a conversation and where this is yeah. going and what lines I can and cannot cross exactly. with people. Yeah, how to read a room. Yeah. And that's, read a room. Exactly. Well, and I, I've said self-aware like probably fucking 10 times, so I'm going to stop saying it. But like, yeah, reading rooms, the same thing. I don't think it's something that – I think it's something that I'm very good at, not to shrug my own ego again. I think I think sometimes I do get too comfortable in doing it in, in certain situations situations but i easily know how to read a room very quickly um i don't think that's something that you can that you can learn really because i think it's something that you either have or you don't have i don't know how you get that quality social but, no it's it's social exposure but so like but to I your, did, yourself might if i interrupt yeah no not at all you can learn it because i was really bad at that when i first got in the fire department okay and then being at a bunch of different stations a bunch of different personalities bunch you just it's exposure social exposure. i learned but, how to read the room better and be like okay this is a now good time to Oh, here's a, here's a quick little bit. I can talk, make a joke or tell a story or something. I agree with that. I think that you, but you yourself already were like capable of doing that and you just had to be like exposed to it and learn it. I think that there's somebody that are in, there's some people that are incapable or closed minded enough to not even like attempt to learn that. Or like, I feel like there's, a, there's a certain capability to that. And I, you meet, I, I meet these people all the time that are just so like completely lack self-awareness, don't understand how to read a room, and maybe they haven't been exposed to it enough, but if they're close to our age, like... Oh, I got a good example of this. Like, it's just like, I think that you're always capable of it, and you just learned how to do it. Yeah, so I went I went to an open mic uh, like three weeks ago or so, maybe, and this guy gets up there, his opening line, <laughs> his opening oh, line... I can already feel it. ...is... I'm not homophobic, <laughs> but I understand the hate. Now, listen, that's a funny line. If you know how to follow that up, 
That could be really funny. But you know what he did? He kind of just left it there. Oh, that. But that's also kind of fire. <laughs> but no, but he left it there, did nothing with it, bombed two of his jokes, oh, dude. circled back, and was like, hey, remember how I said I hate gay people? Well, it's not that I hate them, but. Oh, uh, and then bombed that. So you're Good. leaving. So you're leaving the room That's thinking you're actually awesome. kind of homophobic, which is not what you want. Dude, so it's like yeah, learned how to read a fucking room. Yeah, like uh, Theo Vaughn said, and this is kind of a dicey one, but he, his on his uh, show last year, he was like, he's like, yeah, y'all, I'm just trying to figure out if I'm racist or not. He's like, I don't think I am, but like sometimes I have flare ups, like like in traffic or sometimes like every couple of months, like I have a flare up and, and what I do is I just go to the, he's like, every time I think I'm about to have a flare up, I just go to uh, like the local boys and girls club and I hop in the pool and go underwater for like 45 seconds and just rip every slur that I'm about to flare up. And then I'm good for like the next six months. <laughs> he's like, but yeah, I don't think I'm racist. y'all. <laughs> I was like, that's so fucking stupid. I was like, it's so stupid. But like, underwater racism, dude. <laughs> Nobody hears it. All right, I got. Did I gotta, a tree fall in the woods? Did you hear it? <laughs> like, I got. I got a question for did you. A slur happened Talk, underwater. So talking about reading the room, but in a different way. Something I've been curious about about your podcast is because, like, I love my friends. Yeah, I love you too, bro. So how often outside of the podcast? This is leading to my main question. How often outside of the podcast do you and benito hang out um up until probably the the second half of this year it was a lot like probably okay. two or three times a a week we do uh yeah we would hang out a lot there there's been personal things with both of us different life changes life that have happens. happened yeah no yeah. yeah life happens yeah dude it's been it's been a busy probably here's, second half of the year but a lot a lot here's why i ask again i want to preface this by saying i love my friends I don't know if I could do a co-host podcast with any of my close friends because like I see them so often. We talk so often. I don't know what we would talk about on camera for at even 30 minutes at a time, let alone an hour. How do you and Benito keep figuring out things to talk about? It's, it's, so, it's somewhat like even the, for an example tonight, we didn't have anything to share. If we didn't hang out outside of – it's harder to do a, an episode if we don't hang out, um, if we don't see each other or catch up enough outside of the podcast. It's harder to do the podcast, to be honest. It's easier when we've like hung out, we're caught up with every, with each other's like um, our, our lives. Cause if we're hanging out, we're like having funny stories together to talk about. We're la we're like crack dude. I laughed so hard with that guy. We, we're uh he's one of my like soulmates, dude. It, it, I, I don't believe in astrology or any of that, but we're born on the same day. So I don't know if the moon or the fucking stars and sun have anything to do with it, but we're both born on the same day, so we have we have a certain connection, and I think it's harder to do it an episode, or it's easier to maybe not do an episode that week if we haven't seen each other in a week or in a couple weeks, um, because we kind of don't really have stuff to talk about. We don't like I'll talk about like what I did by myself for a couple weeks, or he'll talk about what he, and we won't really get into. We won't really. Ca I don't want the the personally. I don't want the episode to be like us catching up on stuff that we did that we don't that each like we did separately because that's not really interesting. Like it's easier to talk about like an event we did or, like something we did together, like a show, like a, like a, like a, just something we did together. It's easy to catch up on that and joke about that. Um, if we did it together. So that, that 
I had never really thought about that. Yeah, it's harder to do it if we if we're not close outside of it for a while. It's harder. But he's he's the only person I could do. He's only one of my friends besides you or Garrett. Our, our rest in peace. Um, that I would that I would hop on a that I could co-host with, or that I could do a podcast one on one with. Um, and yeah, it's a special thing. But yeah, I think he's a because I love all my friends too. But I couldn't. I, I can name a number of people that either couldn't, aren't comfortable with being on camera, or aren't, aren't uh, like, aren't as open or as well versed in it as we are. But yeah, we we just started together. We've learned together. We're all we're always on the same page. I pick up. It's like he's like my little like like twin. Like we read each other's minds. So it's very easy. Some and some of our best episodes are when we don't have anything planned. Like where we don't have a game planned or we don't have like a game. I mean like like a trivia or like a some random game that we found or like we don't have subjects from social media or like pop culture stuff to bring up some of our best episodes are where we just like just bullshit for an hour those are some of the that's those are some of the best ones so i think it's just our our uh our chemistry yeah no that makes sense it makes a lot of sense i just maybe it's just because our brains work differently who's just you and ours oh yeah 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 i just i don't know that i could do a weekly like Okay, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna talk about this because I can. Because yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I could do that. But Maybe. I also like we didn't really have anything planned today, so that's yeah. why I think it's it's more. Yeah, like it's just cool. Like, and you guys do it well. Yeah, like you do it extremely well. It's very entertaining to watch you two bullshit off each other. Thank you. Um, and I think maybe that's a skill that I just don't. I mean, I don't have it. And it's just maybe not how my brain works. Like, maybe it's because now that I think about it a little bit more, maybe it's because I kind of already know what my friend is probably gonna say, so my brain yeah. doesn't lean into that. Well, I guess it's see. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's also a crutch too. Like, I can kind of like he can depend on me, and de- and I can depend on him to like if somebody's blanking out or like I'll I'll always he. And we do it to each other, like we 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 get each other's brains firing. We get our th- like. There's a certain thing that happens when we when we hop on together, and it's just I I haven't had it with anybody else. I probably won't ever, but that's like the beauty of our our little show. But I, but I'll also, to be honest, I don't know if he'll watch this, but I don't think I you could. better. You fuck. <laughs> I'll text you he's, after this. He's been hey, on a dude. hiatus, dude. I don't even, I don't think he's been on uh, social media lately, but. Um, I don't. I couldn't have like this kind of conversation. I don't think with uh, like with him, either here or with anybody else. With like just me and you. Like I. I don't think I can really talk about. I don't know. We're we're also very different. Like we sync up, but we. He's like big sports guy. I'm a big. I'm just. We're, we're just very different. So it's 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 uh. It's like a yin and a yang. It's different. Yeah, it's a yin and yang, but not like yeah. We were like, yeah. Like I don't really give it that many fucks about sports, and I'm just I don't know. It's different, but it's it's that's like what I think makes it work. But I don't think I could sit down with a on a three hour podcast with him and just talk about fucking random bullshit. And you know different things that he doesn't know, and you have different ideas than than he does. And it's you're just a different person. So I think it's 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 cool that we're doing this right now. How do you got, or I guess how do you personally? I don't want I don't want you to speak for him. How do yeah. you? Uh, how how do I word this? What do you feel like your role is in the podcast when you guys have a guest on? 
Um, the guests are hard, are the hardest part. Um, my role, both of our, uh, yeah, it's hard, dude. Because I will admit that we probably haven't. Because done- let's start with this, I guess. You and it's obvious to me that when you guys, it's not every week, obviously, it is a duo podcast, it's a buddy team podcast. But it's clear that when you guys do have a guest on, that you're actually interested in having that guest. Yeah, I, I like when Let, the let's guest, let's start there. Yeah, for sure. I like when the guest comes on and the guest talks the most because usually, I, I usually I don't have that many. I don't have that good of questions. Usually, the way the the cameras are set up are kind of awkward with guests or multiple guests. We have like we either had three guests on or two guests on. Um, it's we need to get better at the interviewing part and asking the right questions. I think we, I think we, um, double down on our ability to like hang and like be able to kind of like have a conversation. We kind of like lean on that too much instead of being like more prepared on asking like good substantial questions. Um, so that's something cause we don't have to do that in any, at all of our episodes. Like you as an interviewer, like you, you, you have to have good questions. You, you've learned how to become a good interviewer like and be curious and you have a, somebody on for a certain reason and you have you do your research on your guests. I feel like we kind of bank on each other to kind of just let it like to like let it ride and we don't have that many good questions and we kind of just like, oh, well, let's let's just like ask like a random question that you guys can like we can all be funny together. It's not we, so we, we luck out that the that we've had good guests on that kind of just do their thing and then we kind of like add to them we have it's it's hard to it's hard for two people or at least it's hard for me to uh to it's been a challenge to be like a good interviewer do you i think both of us i think he would agree on that too that our guests depending on who it is it's harder to uh those are our harder episodes and it's probably hard because we don't prepare enough but it's because in our other episodes we don't have to really prepare that much are you a naturally curious person on your day-to-day life the yeah. way you're, just in the way your brain works? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I learn something new every day. I feel like I'm very open-minded too. I have like, of course, my certain values and morals and and certain things, but it's not anything that I'm like going to fucking hate somebody for if they think like I, I I really don't care. If you're cool and not a – Dana White said it on fucking this past week and he was like, if you're – if you're cool and you're a good person, I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care who you vote for. If you're cool and we can have fun. And if you, I think if you're funny, if you can get a good joke and if you're funny, I think it means that you're a certain level of intelligent. And I think that you can, if you're a good, cool person to be around and I can have fun with you, then I don't, then, and you could teach me something. I, I'm not this fucking smartest person ever. I, I love saying, I don't know. I don't know shit. Like I, I say that every day. We say that on the podcast regularly. Like also we don't know who we're talking about. Like, we're not there to give people fucking stock advice or fucking like life advice. We're there for like a mental vacation to like have you <laughs> escape and like, like laugh at stupid shit, you know? Yeah. It's not like the, it's not like, it's not the most important thing ever unless you're coming for a laugh and to just get away from the fucking bullshit that is the world. So we, we, we kind of coined it as like, yeah, take a mental break with, with April fools. But yeah, I, I think I would consider myself to be pretty curious. Okay. And I just, I think you have to be, or else you're just going to be stuck in your own. If you think that you know it all, and you and you think that you've got it all figured out, well, then I don't you think lose. that being if you're not a naturally curious person, I don't think you, that means you know it all. I think that means you have a general indifference. 
maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I put a strong maybe on that. That's fair. But what I would... Because in my experience with the podcast is like... I do preparation, kind of. Like, like um... Okay, so... And, I, and I'll bring up her again because that was definitely one of the guests that I've had where in their specific field, they just took me to school so she, hard. She outranked you. Oh, yeah. Because she was, she's just so uh, – Alexandria was just so knowledgeable and so smart on the specific things we were talking Because she's literally going to school for it. And that you didn't so know – like that, you couldn't hang. Right. Really. Well, it's not that I couldn't hang. Like, I couldn't combat her. Like, I couldn't yeah. – I didn't, I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to be like, whoa, did you ever think about it? Or what if this? No. Yeah. So I was there as an as a – and I always treat, treat it this way. And this is, again, this is, and this is – this is advice that I picked up from Rogan, both passively in the way that he interviews, but also him verbally saying it. I forget what episode he was talking to somebody, but he I remember him saying, like, and this kind of changed the way I looked at podcasting with a new guest, specifically a new person I'd never met before, right? Yeah. It's like, I need to kind of remove myself from my own knowledge, where yeah. it, regardless of what the conversation, what the topic is, I have to intake their information and I have to look at it 50-50. 50% of, okay, what am I curious about? But then also, if I was a audience member watching the podcast, what would I want to ask the person? And then take it a couple steps further, mm -hmm. right? So that not only are the expectations of the, of the audience being met, I'm exceeding them, right? I'm giving them more than they asked for in a good way, yeah. right? And so the reason I bring that up is... I have found, and I'm very blessed for this, the way my brain works is that when people speak nine times out of 10, especially because like with this, like with the exception of us having to look random things up on our phones, or which, which is rare, right? Yeah. Or us like looking up like the real that happened on Instagram. Yeah. This is without a doubt the only time in my life where I'm sitting with somebody or in general, just sitting not on my phone. So we're 100% locked in, Damn. right? So in that, I am able to 100% intake what the guest is saying. And nine times out of 10, there are things that people unknowingly highlight or they repeat or they put a little more like inflection in their voice on something that they want to talk about, even if they haven't said it yet. So I can dig into that, ask those questions. I don't have pre-prepared questions. You can recognize I, that. Yeah. I don't have pre-prepared questions. I don't have a script that I go off of. I just like, okay, this person's coming on about fucking uh, heroin addiction, addiction in the brain. This person is coming on about fucking uh, music production or... Being a, being a singer, comedy, being a model, being uh, a Christian, like uh, what a person I'm looking forward to have back on. I need to book him for next year. But uh, my buddy Sean, he worked for eight years at Calvary working in apologetics, where literally his entire job was to work in the church and be like, okay, these people are coming here questioning their faith, and I have to prove them or prove the faith correct. Yeah. Right? So it's like that was a that, – That's a cut. I'd love to watch that episode. Well, I need to – I want to have him on again because my interviewing skills, I can recognize this. My interviewing skills have gotten better since then. I'm sure. But then like – 
Because I was so like, he was, you were there for that. I was so underprepared for that episode. And the, amount of, and the wealth of knowledge that he brought. Like, cool. so having shit like that. And because, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of times like, yeah, the guests can talk for a long time and they can really like hold their own. So that's nice. But it's also like, what, what can I recognize in their speech that is worth digging into? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a skill, dude. It's, it's a skill. Yeah, it's definitely a skill. And I remember when, our, when we first did the first podcast, I, didn't, I think it was Benito, um, but you said that, like, doing this has helped you, like, like this, this, you've, of course, you've gotten better, like, in all realms of, like, conversation and all this stuff, but doing this has helped. The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel, yeah. Well, it, a, it'd be hard to do what you do as me. So props to you because I don't, it, it's, this is so, I, I haven't had, I've never done a podcast one-on-one -on -one like this ever, ever. And you do it, you've done a hundred, hundred episodes of it. So it's, I think it's, it's awesome. It's cool. I think, yeah, I've, I've never, I've never sat down with somebody out of my phone for one or two hours. We did it with Garrett, but that was with me and him. So that was like, kind of like, but that was, that was. It was chaos because you guys were so close that yeah. it, it was like or like with me and Benito with yeah. you like it's it's different. So this is this is really cool when you when you invited me to do this. I was like fuck yeah, let's do it because I've never done it before and and uh, yeah, it's cool. But it, it's it's very it's very different what you do than what Benito and I do. And they're not no, not one format is better than no, the no, other. No, no, that's not what I'm saying, yeah. but I'm just saying that oh, it's yeah. cool and I, and that I appreciate, No, and I appreciate that, for you know real. I, mean? um, I just, yeah, it's it's a it's a very valuable, but it's it's for an sure. amazing, like, secondhand education insight. Oh, yeah. Like, like... Uh, to people, to... Yeah, it's life experience. To conversation, dude. Having a conversation is, I think, like a lost art. Like, a conversation with a person in front of you is nobody talks to anybody for like, even with my family, like there's other people there. I'm not having a conversation like this for a couple hours or with maybe with your buddies or with a couple buddies and you're drinking. Like, I, I don't know to the, an actual conversation is, is a beautiful thing. I think communication is a lost art or face-to-face -face communication is one of the most important things. Well, and I ever. I think that's why podcasting has taken off in the way that it has because of like, because of the the very quickly rising uh like the rise so the rise of social media is equivalent to the rise in detachment which is the exact oh, yeah. opposite of i think the start goal of like a facebook right yeah so it's, it's, it's for connection it's meant to connect and bring us all together but in reality it's isolated people 100%. pretty heavy right i mean yeah, i mean even now we have the term of doom scrolling where you're spending 30, 45 minutes, an hour on your phone just going like that yeah. over and over and over and over and over and over. So then it's like... Talking shit to Noah about heroin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Commenting on bullshit. Exactly. Let her but talk. Then, yeah. Let her talk. But, but then it's like, that's why people love podcasting. So a good podcast, because it's one, it's two people, three people, four people, all having a cool hang, mm -hmm. an important conversation. If it's like a Rogan episode with an yeah. important guest, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like... like all eyes were on when Robert Kennedy went on his podcast. Oh, yeah, I love that dude. Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, like, oh shit, we've got one of the best, if not the best, you know, non corporate interviewer in the world yep. talking to a Kennedy, hmm. talking to Mark Zuckerberg. 
Elon Musk, who is simultaneously the smartest and richest man alive? Oh, shit. What is that going to be? Because then, like I was saying earlier, that interviewer becomes a conduit and a throughway for the audience. It's like, sure. I'm talking to Robert Kennedy. I'm talking to Elon Musk. But you have important conversations like that. But then you also have like flagrant. Yeah, or yeah, this, like, or like yeah. this past weekend, where it's like it's a fun hang, yeah, and you feel like the best podcast, no matter what type of conversation, but especially those, you feel like you're in the room with them, oh, yeah. and you're getting that. Although it's it's um, not synthetic, it's uh, artificial to a certain point. You have this connection with other humans, for sure. And you would think, and I hope it goes this way over the coming years. That it would encourage people, not just, not necessarily to start a podcast, but to like go out and have that type of hang with their friends. Where it's like, hey, let's fucking stop with our phones for tonight and just hang out. So annoying, even if dude. we're playing Call of Duty, even if we're at the bar shooting pool yeah. or at Top Golf, let's just mm -hmm. put our fucking phones away for a night and hang, enjoy each other's company. And then it's like, okay, if you can't enjoy the company of the people around you without your phone, maybe you should find new people. Yeah, you're, maybe you're just a miserable motherfucker. It's all. Like it's, maybe it's also, yeah, it's kidding, but it's like, but that's real shit. Yeah. That's real shit. Like maybe you are miserable around the people in your life. Yeah. You need to reevaluate everything. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it makes me think of like, you could talk shit to some guy on Twitter that you don't even fucking know who disagrees with, with every, let's, let's take this person. Let's take this. Um, I'm not going to be crazy. Let's take this. Like, <laughs> let's take this person. He or she or they or whatever the fuck it is, believe, disagrees with everything that I that I believe, disagrees with everything online. They could sh fuck me, talk shit. It disagrees with every single thing that I that I believe in or whatever. And we hate each other online. I guarantee you. And honestly, maybe not. Maybe I can't guarantee this. But it's a lot. Let's say I went and got a beer with them or, or, or sat down with them and had a conversation with them, and we went and got a beer. We had appetizers, we had fuck calamari and wings, and I had a conversation with them over a couple of drinks. It'd be a lot harder to hate that person right in front of me over a beer than it is just to hate them online and talk shit to them online, not just completely detached from reality. It's a lot harder to hate somebody or to dislike somebody that you may think disagrees with everything that you, that you stand for. It's a lot harder to hate them when they're right in front of you over a beer. And I feel like that, that's rarely happens. <laughs> Joe Rogan does that very well. He invites people on that, that he can question, can challenge. He'll listen to the rhetoric and doesn't get into stupid ideological debates. He asks them questions like, well, why do you believe that? Like, where does that come from? And I think that's important to, to just communication and have a converse, have a conversation and be open to learning something, be open to listening. Listen, a big part of podcasting is listening. I don't feel like we've, interrupted each other a lot over this or we're like trying to i feel like we're having a very fluid conversation which is important but i feel like yeah that's a lost art and people don't people don't want to listen they don't want to they don't want to open their minds and, and listen well and talk and that's one of the skills that i had to not only learn but like refine what i already knew because like when i so my my grandmother um my, my mom's biological mom she was pretty crucial in my upbringing and because she's very big on like, she's from the South, lives in California now, but from the South, very big on manners, 
very big. I'm being proper. Everything from like open the car door for a woman, open the door. Um, all, all good things. Um, kinda. Uh, how to set a table properly, how to uh, do this, like the five course meal, like the old school. Please and thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the old school stuff, right? And one of the things that I was taught when I was growing up was how to actively listen. And a part of active active listening is, yeah, your body language is there, but it's also like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, no, yeah, I see, like the like the verbal reassurance, the small, yes, exactly, verbal reassurance, the very small notes of it, but mm-hmm, yeah, okay, yeah, that is one of the worst things. That last part, one of the worst things you can do as a host on a podcast is the reassurance. Yes, really, and here's why, because. I would listen back on sections. I've never listened to a full podcast I've done because I fucking hate listening to I myself. I fucking hate it. Too, I hate it. Dude. But, but I listen. You have to, to to get the clips. Well, I listen to the old episodes, right? Yeah. When I was doing them. Starting up. And yeah. And when people would speak, I'm like, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. But I'm listening to that and I, I, through the point of view of like, how does a audience member? And I'm like, yeah. shut up the fuck yeah. up dude yeah. we're not here to listen you go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh no oh yeah interesting no, no like so now that puts an emphasis especially for somebody brand new who doesn't know you like yeah someone like you or joey or springer David, yeah i can fucking kick back and relax yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know like obviously inherently you know that i'm here to kick it with you have a good time hang out yeah. but somebody that's new i don't want to do anything with my body language to give them the impression that i don't care about what they're saying interesting you know what i mean so yeah. i have to like dial up to like 200 percent my body language to be inviting and to be present and let the exactly let them know that i'm here because the element the verbal while they're speaking is gone yeah you know what I mean? That is, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. I never even really thought about that. That's important, especially for you that has people that has different guests. Yeah. That has guests on that. And yeah, I guess you wouldn't have really learned that unless you watched it back. Yo, well, yeah. Cause I'd be sitting here just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a good thing. And then a hundred, this is episode 133, 133 episodes in. Your monologues and your 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 uh, trains of thought, your point of view are getting interrupted by are getting chopped up by oh. my stupid ass. <laughs> it's like shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. fuck. I never even thought about that, dude. That is important. And maybe it, that that like little reassurance that you think you're giving to the person or the guest, maybe that's reassurance for you to like for you to realize, oh yeah, I'm checked in. That's like this is keeping me engaged, and this is probably helping things. When in reality, maybe you just shutting the fuck up is probably the best thing that you could do. Because I've struggled in life, not even on a podcast, with kind of shutting the fuck up. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so, like, and you hear these things like this. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm serious, though, dude. Like, having patience and listening... And I feel like I've I've worked on it over the years, not even through podcasting, but just with like being drunk with friends or just like just because you're saying it the loudest or I'm being the loudest and I'm yelling, it doesn't mean that it probably means the opposite. Like people are less likely to listen to you if you're the craziest, loudest guy. And then it's it's just been a there's a bunch of factors that go into either why I'm being loud or what uh, that whole situation. But yeah. I've I've heard things like oh the weakest person in the room is usually the the person being the loudest or like the person 
the smartest person in the room is usually the one that's the quietest and stuff like that. So listening and observing, I have, I have started to learn and understand as it relates to me is, is uh fuck. I don't even remember what I said, but that like just realizing that is important because li- listening and observing is more important than being the loudest and getting your fucking ideas out there and, and yelling. So you're completely right. And the best, that, that is an early piece of advice that I got in my life. When I was at military school, there was a uh, adult staff member at the military school that I went to. And so the culture of that school and a lot of it, and Joey can attest to this, a lot of it is fueled by immaturity. Or insecurity? Both. And so as you go up, as or, you, as, insecurity as you go up in like their ranking structure, um, you know, yeah. there's a lot of like, Fuck. there's a lot of opportunities to yell at people in general, whether it's yelling at a group, one person, whatever, right? And so there was a, there's a thing at night where, so 10 p.m., at least when I went there, I'm sure it's changed, but when I went there, it was 10 p.m. or, or 9.50 was everyone had to either start going back, making a fucking run back to your room or be in your room already because 10 p.m. was like no shit, lights out, you're in your room because that's when like night accountability started. And it's like, oh shit, if this person's not in their room, where the fuck are they? Did, did they leave campus? Did they this, that? Because again, you're dealing with like minors and stuff, right? It's a high school as well as a college, right? Yeah. So, so accountability of, of personnel is very important. So at like 9.50, 9.55, you have a bunch of like the higher ranking uh, students, cadets yelling at the large masses of people like, hey, get in your room, go to your room, it's lights out, da, 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 da. And I was- Fucking nerds. And, and, yeah, and I, yeah. Well, I was that, and when I started out in that higher ranking structure, I was that guy because I'm, natural, I'm naturally very loud. So I was- Same, dude, I, so, so I was, I was- gifted with that and then i leaned into it a lot when i had first started up in that higher ranking structure and one of the best pieces of advice that i got was from this guy and all the mo- not all most of the adult staff are retired military was this right? sorry to interrupt were you at this point where were you ranking were you one of the cadets going to bed or were you the one yelling yelling okay gotcha yelling Sweet. and so this guy was a re- retired lieutenant colonel he did like 25 plus years in the army all this kind of stuff. very very soft-spoken, Interesting. peaceful guy. He unfortunately he passed away like five years ago, I think. Uh, uh, Cortez. Yeah. Um, he saw me yelling and he pulled me aside. And at this point, I was the second highest-ranking cadet in the entire school. He pulls me aside and he goes, "Hey, Vargas, come here, come here." And he goes, before even giving me some knowledge, before lecturing me. He pulls me aside and he asks me a question and he goes, why do you yell so much? I didn't have a good answer. And the only answer I have is like, well, that's kind of like the thing. So I figured that's my thing. He goes, okay, let me give you some advice. He goes, he goes, year, he goes years and years ago when I was a private first class in the army and he was uh, an infantryman. He goes, my team leader, he's a sergeant. He had every right to yell and scream. And this is back in like the 70s or some shit, right? So old guy, right? He goes, yeah, back then he had every right to like yell and scream and all this stuff at us. But he never did. He was hard on us. He was strict. He was stern. But he was always very hard with his instruction, but he never yelled. But then when he did yell, we knew that it was 
like real like it was that it was imperative that it was crucial and it was a no shit situation and he goes you should really apply that to your leadership style people will like you more people will respect you more and he goes this is what stuck with me he goes most importantly you will make your voice valuable yep and i was like and in the yeah. moment, in the moment, I was like, "What?" And I didn't say this, but my husband's like, "What is he talking about? That's yeah. fucking stupid." I like, and, but then I went back to my room that night, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Man, he's right." My voice, and I'm like 18, I think, at this point, very young, stupid, a baby, idiot, a baby, a fucking retard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. But at the time, I was like, "Oh, like my voice, not just." in these aspects of, or not in just like the setting of a military school, my voice in life is a currency. I should use it wisely. Don't spend it all the time. Dude, that's speaking fucking facts. So, and, and so, and so I so have So true, that, dude. So I have that in the back of my head when I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. I use my voice wisely and I use it to the best of my ability to pull the information that I need out of my guest. Yeah. Dude, that's beautifully said. That's so true. It's kind of like, yeah, like if you're yelling all the time, like nobody's going to, like when you actually do yell and it actually is important to everybody, they're going to be like, well, he yells all the time. Why the fuck are you listening to him now? So that. But that, and I, you're, and, and like, I guess I, it's mostly in my personal life. On the podcast, it's different. But like when I'm drinking and stuff, like that's a big I would say a big... Uh, we'll, we'll extrapolate that to a podcast, right? It's like... Yeah, but on a podcast, I don't need to... Not, no, not even yelling, but it's just like people are there, in my opinion anyway. Like they like you to come come back to the podcast, but they're more interested... Like, they're watching the specific episode, especially like at our level. They're watching the specific episode for the guest. They yeah. can pick any episode and have you. For your episode, show. But they can... Yeah, exactly. But they can go to your guest and like, oh, I want to hear what they have to say. Yeah. So they're they're there for them. Yeah. And they want you to pull the best out of them. And when you do have guests, right, they they want to hear what you say from that or what you pull out of that guest. So let the guest speak. Yeah, 100%. Don't cut in. Don't like that. I think oh, this happened. And then in my life, I know your life is great. And I'm sure you'll get to that. And we already know about you. Mm -hmm. Like, I, And I don't think that I don't think that's an issue with you, dude. I think you're I think you're doing great. I can give you more praise and props. Um but like, like it's like with Bert Kreischer, even with Tom Segura, like it's like a bit that Bert can't shut the fuck up and interrupts <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. Even with guests, like he's interrupts his own. There was a clip. He he was like telling a story. He was like, yeah, yeah. So Tom, like, remember this? And then he was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, can you pull up? He, and Tom was like, you just interrupted your own self. <laughs> he's like, you just were saying something and then interrupted your own self. Like, I feel like on podcasts, it's very easy. Well, it's Benito. It's I don't, it's very easy for me to, cause usually I'm sober and it's, it's a different vibe or with you, I feel like we're not interrupting each other a lot. I just interrupted a, a people in everyday life more than I should. And, or yeah. And I'm, this is something I'm working on in everyday life. So aside from podcasting, cause in podcasting, it's not a problem. But then what's also it ties back to what we were talking about earlier. If you feel like you have a lot to say and you feel like you want to keep talking, dude, that is all the more reason to do stand up because yeah, then, that, yeah, well, because then you get to uh, you get dude you get to refine it 
Because you are the only person on stage. Nobody can fucking interrupt me when I'm fucking up well, the mic. Well, they can, and they're well, hecklers. I'll fucking fight them. <laughs> and they're hecklers, but yeah. then you, you're you in control. That's fucking true, dude. You're in control. Stand up. Nobody can interrupt me up there. It's true. We got to try it, bro. That's a good That's a good callback. I'll, have a, I'll, I'll let <laughs> I gotta, you. I got to piss. All right, really bad. Can all right, you, let's take a little break. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, no, you're good. We'll, we'll when you get put back, a, put a pin in what you're gonna say. Though. Yeah, yeah. We'll run for like 30 minutes and we'll kill it. Cool. Yeah. This join is yours. The, I'm not gonna take it back. Join the fellas. Oh, thank you. Um, are we on? <clears throat> oh, excuse all right, me. All right, we're back, boys. All right. So I'm gonna ask you a question, and we can dive into this as much as you'd like. Okay. And then I want to dive into something else okay. after. So the reason I'm asking you this is because I was actually asked this last week. I went and did Hi Nilla, what are you doing in here? Noah? You have a dog named Noah? Nilla, Nilla Wafer. Ah. What's up, dog? You're the only dog that's kind of allowed in here. Now get out. What's up, dog? <laughs> Fuck, I can't wait to have a dog so I can tell him what's up, dog. What up, dog? Okay. So I'm asking you this because I was asked this, like I said, I did a guest spot on a podcast last week. Uh, shout out to Ray in the People's Cup. Got shout a, out. He got a brand new studio space in his house that he moved into. He uh, he had me on again for the second time, and I was his first episode's not out yet, but I was the first guest that uh, we did video with. So it was a good time. Um, and he asked me this, so I'm going to ask you, how do you, cause we live in a crazy world. Life is kind of wild right now. How do you feel you're doing emotionally right now? Damn, dude, we're getting fucking weird, huh? <laughs> um, emotionally right now at this moment today and in the past like month, I feel like I'm doing pretty well. Um, this year has been a bunch of, has been a whirlwind of emotions, emotions I've never felt before. Um, I usually, I've liked to think that I've had my emotions under control and that, um, and that I've norm, I've usually been okay and can deal with things. I wasn't really a big thing on a big person, like an anxious person. I'm not an anxious person. I don't think I am right now, but I've felt a lot of things this year that I've never felt before. Um, and that's been hard. That's been that's been interesting to navigate. Um, right now, I'm feeling good. Right now, I'm in a good spot. Um, yeah, a bunch of life, a different life factors can aid, have aided that. Um, but right now, emotionally, I'm good. I feel like I'm I'm a very sensitive person. I feel I feel like I feel a lot of emotions and feel a lot of things all the time. Um, I think as a man, you it's okay to be emotional, but it's not okay to be just to act on your feelings and emotions all the time and just give your feelings the power. I feel like it's okay to feel things and be emotional, but I don't think it's okay to let those consume you. But right now I'm feeling good. How do you gauge where you're at? I gauge where I'm at if I, where I'm at in life or where my emotions are and how I'm feeling. Um, I gauge where my emotions are and how I'm feeling if by how I can, that's a good qu fucking question. Um, maybe on how I, 
how I can affect how others are feeling around me, how I, how I, uh, how I affect the people around me. And I work in a kind of a social setting. So if I'm not like this, this past couple of days have been actually is are a good example. Um, I was like sick as fuck and at work for two days and I was at the bar and as a bartender, you kind of have to be talking to fucking your patrons and coworkers. And I was just not in it, dude. I was not, nothing was funny. I was feeling shitty. I wasn't laughing at anybody's jokes. I wasn't talking to anybody. And like we were talking, I'm going to say it again, self-awareness. Um, I, I, I could feel like everybody's kind of mood was kind of down and, and the, the bartenders weren't, or the, the, the regulars weren't staying as long. Cause they're like, well, this guy's like, I, I guess I can gauge that on how like I'm affecting other people or on. Yeah. And then when I'm back to work and I'm feeling good, like it's a good, everybody's doing good. We're all having fun. We're making money and it's a better, it's a different attitude. So I guess, I don't know. That's, I don't even know if that fucking made sense, dude. Did it? How? Yes. First of all, yeah. Um, how much importance do you hold the ability to affect other people emotionally? A lot. How How important is that to you? A lot. And it's something I probably, probably a couple years ago. I'm a I'm a people pleaser. I would say I, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, in the past, I would focus more on like, oh, if I like if I can make everybody else happy, then like I'll be happy. Like in in like in a room of, of like at a bar or in like a, at a party or something or, and I didn't really focus on like, Oh, like what is making me happy? Is that making me actually happy that I'm making other people happy? Or am I just doing it because I, that's like easy for me. And if everybody else is happy, like it's fine. Um, but it, it is, it, it does play a big role on like how I affect other people. Um, Finding out what really makes me happy is has been tough, I think. Or, but I feel like I, I know what makes what makes me healthy is being, or what makes me happy, right now is being a good person, being healthy, um, going to the gym makes me really happy, um, whether that's scientific or biological or however that I know that that if I go to the gym, I always feel better after, and. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I'm answering your question right now, dude. No, you are. Yeah. So ask me another question kind yeah. of like that. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry, dude. So the angels is hitting me. So when <laughs> Okay. Well, we've had so, conversations so, so, off camera before where I've I've kind of been I've been we've been through we've been through some we went through something really crazy that earlier this year, bro. And that was something I've never been through with the loss of a friend as beautiful as Garrett was, um, that was really tough. I had a hard time dealing with that. Um, I don't think, I don't know if I, um, dealt with that in the best way. I know that now, I don't think I knew back then, but there wasn't, there's not like a, like a script on how to deal with that shit. And now looking back on it, now I'm like, uh, now, now I kind of, know how to deal with things, deal with my emotions and feelings better. But I wouldn't know how to do that unless I went through that. But I don't even know if I'm answering the question. Did you, did you so going through that, I feel like that was a big thing this did, year, dude. Did you have to either refine or learn new coping mechanisms for loss? Um, yes. 
and no because I don't know if I'll ever. Yes and no. Um, coping mechanisms for loss. Um, losing a girlfriend or losing a, a partner is different than breaking up with your girlfriend is different than your friend best friend dying. So I thought I'd, I've known how to deal with a breakup or a heartbreak. I've got pretty good at that at 30 years of age, learning how to do that. You could do it, you could do it by being promiscuous and having an unimportant sexual relationships, which is never going to end out well. So you learn how to not do that very quickly and how that's not, not satisfying and that's, that immediate gratification is, is, isn't anything substantial. Um, but losing, a, losing your best friend is, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I, I don't think that there's a right way to do it. And I don't know if, if it happens again, I don't know if, I don't know how I would, what I learned on how to, I don't know if I learned how to do it correctly because I don't think there's a correct way to do it. I know that there's an incorrect way to do it. And that's by, by getting drunk, crying and getting drunk and just, and drinking and, 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 uh, just numbing the pain. I know that's the incorrect way to do it. I don't think there's a correct way to do it, but I know that's not the right way. And that's all, that's all I can, that's all I've learned going forward. Yeah. Dam- with loss. No, damaging yourself in the process of grieving with loss is never the right way to do it. It's the easy way to do it though. Yeah. And you're just prolonging the grief. Because you don't, you don't frame it as damaging yourself. You frame no. it as, okay, what is going to, exactly you just said numbing, right? What is going to temporarily not make me focus on the loss I'm experiencing? Whether it's, again, not to say that it is, that it's, um, a easier thing to go through, like losing a long-term relationship or losing a partner that you cared a lot for, numbing that in a they're, certain way. Different kinds of right of hurt. or a permanent loss because that person, like especially with social media, like a lot of uh, people when they lose a partner. It's like, yeah, we don't talk anymore, but I still like look at their social media and I still look at their this and that and the other or, or whatever it is. Like I saw this one post, dude. I'm not making this up. I saw this one Reddit thread where it was like, when I guess some chicks. I'm I'm not gonna say all chicks do this. I would hope that they probably a lot do. of chicks don't do it. But apparently, on this one Reddit thread, a bunch of women were comment. Well, women, right? Because you never know. But a lot of women were commenting about how like it's like, yeah, when you break up with your man or your man dumps you, you go through a breakup. Do you ever just run by their house? And lightly touch their car to see if it's been on recently late at night. Okay. It's like, what the fuck? So we're talking about psychopaths. Yeah, stalking. Yeah, 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 so yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. where no, they no, been? No, no. Why are they going out late? You know, that crazy shit, right? Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, okay, you can check up on them. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. can't check up on a exactly. someone who's passed away. They're, they're, they're two different forms of loss. Yeah. Right, exactly. But I think... Do you co- feel like moving your... Do you... I, I, we we checked up on each other, but I don't know what you did on your day to day life. Obviously, did you find yourself okay? Let's say let's start with like the bare minimum. Did you did you find yourself wanting to make yourself closer to the situation, or did you want to remove yourself from it? Because there's not a right answer. There's just what what happened. Um, this was in what July. 
Um, I thought I wa- I found myself wanting to be closer to. No, this it was like May. I thought, right? Yeah, it was May. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was a while ago. It was May. I found myself wanting to be closer to it because I knew that that's what the situation needed. That's what the people involved needed. That's what all of us needed was for all of us to be close for it right now because this, that moment at that time would never, would never happen again. So I found myself wanting to be closer to the, the moment of the situation at the time. I think um, it, it's, I definitely didn't want to separate it from it because it was easier. I didn't want to escape it. I needed, I knew I needed to feel it. I didn't know how to react from it, obviously, or you know, obviously, but um, yeah, I didn't feel like I wanted to escape from it. No. Um, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough, but I think it's, it's important to, it's important to kind of compartmentalize your feelings and how you can take a situation and not make it shittier because you're consumed by emotions and your feelings. It's important to realize that you, it's important to not just make the situation shittier on yourself. I don't know if that even fucking made sense. No, that makes perfect sense. So, and then to, to tie a bow on it now... As as we're like, ask more about my feelings, my, please. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I need to get them out in a better, more cons- clear, concise way. No, I'm just so, saying this is this is perfectly so, fine. So as as you know, I think we're like because I do basic math here. It's like six months removed from it. Yeah. How do you find yourself going through your day to day life when you do get? either reminders or just pops in your head like how i love it how do you go forward i love it so i I, think that's i think that's the better part that a lot of that you're you need to remind yourself of but other people need to hear when when they deal with loss right it's like it's never going to go away no like i'm still i there's still reminders in my head of a close friend that i lost back in 2019 right now we're four years past that so how how do you how do you go forward in your day-to-day life just months afterwards? Um, How do you find yourself feeling when that comes in your head again? When I, when, when Garrett comes in my head again, when I think about him, I have, I smile and I laugh and I, and I, and I think, fuck, that guy was the coolest dude I've ever met. And I get happy. I get sad. Because it's easier to just live life and just go on and distract yourself. That's a big part of it is distractions. It's a big part of heartbreaks. It's a big part of loss. I think it's just distracting yourself and just keep on keeping on, right? Um, I think it's easier to not think about that stuff or think about those things because you don't want to be sad or you don't want to uh, feel the feelings that you were feeling when it was when it was real and raw and when those raw emotions, but how do I, how do I keep on keeping on? Because, because I, I, because that's, that's like what he would want. Like he was like my biggest fan. He never wanted me to be a bartender forever. He didn't see see me as like a server bartender. He saw me as like, he saw me as like the coolest person in the world. You know, he, 
so like I owe it to him to like keep on keeping on and to be happy. And I think we're talking about Gary here, right? We're talking uh, yeah. about that loss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shout out you, baby. But I, that's how I keep going. I'm like, I'm keep going. And I'm like, I owe it to him to not be a piece of shit, to not be a, to not be a loser, bum, fucking ugly, retarded faggot. <laughs> Yeah. I owe it to him. <laughs> that, that's how he would put it. Exactly. <laughs> and if I if he if I were if I were to just sit around and be a sad bitch and drink myself to oblivion, and complain and fucking not help anybody, not make anybody laugh, not be funny, not be cool, not be not take care of myself, that w- like that's not what he would have wanted. He would have wanted. Uh, that's how I keep on keeping on. And it, it is easier kind of to distract yourself. And sometimes I forget. Sometimes I, and it makes me sad when I, for, I'm like, fuck, I forget that. I, like I lost my, him. And then, and you, and I, I think about him every day, but sometimes like I forget that, like how I felt and how that, how that whole, I forget about that whole situation and those feelings. But, when I think about him and when I cope about him, it makes me happy and it, and it, and it makes me want to be better. And it makes me want to be better because he wanted me to be better. And he, he saw, he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And he saw, um, he thought I was the, he thought I was the fucking man. So I got to try my hardest to be the fucking man because and so how do you how do you find yourself focusing on doing that for yourself too? First and foremost, right? How do you find yourself putting your putting yourself forward as the like okay my my friend has expectations of me, but I need to have expectations of myself as well. And so how do you attach yourself to your own expectations? Um to me um for me this is me personally. Um it comes down to my relationship with God. It comes down to my, I was born and raised uh, Catholic, went to Catholic school for, for 14 years. Um, to me, I know what it's going to, what it's going to take. I know what I believe and I know what right and wrong is. I know for me, it's my relationship with God. Garrett didn't even believe in God. We would kind of talk about this all the time, but Garrett, Garrett was lucky enough to figure out if there is a God or not before all of us. Right. So either he's, Either Garrett was right or he was wrong about there being a God or something. We don't need to get religious on this. Or we can. But I like to think religion and faith is a bit, has been a big part of my life. It is still a big part of my life. Um, I consider myself Catholic. I'm, a, I'm a, obviously a bad Catholic. Um, I'm a bad practicing Catholic. But the beauty, I, I know a lot about the faith. I know how to do it right. I know there's a lot of people that have done it wrong that are judgmental hypocrites like priests raping little boys or about Bible thumpers going to, going to get saved at church and then going to the cheesecake factory and, and yelling at their servers for their fucking appetizer, not being warm. Um, there's a bunch of hypocrites and a lot of judgmental shit. I also know the beauty and the light of it and the faith that I grew up in. And I know how beautiful it is if you do it right. Um, your question was, how do I, for me, how do I uh, like attach yourself and stay to your own expectations? Because the way I the way I do that, the way I have to start doing that is holding myself accountable to God 
and to myself and, and holding myself accountable. I can't just hold myself accountable to myself because yourself will let yourself slide. Like, oh, it's okay if you do this a little bit or it's okay if you do this. And oh, fuck, I, I, I could go on a whole tangent about this, dude. But I feel like, like, uh, how do we not go down this whole tangent? I'm trying to, trying to tiptoe around this. Say whatever you want to say. Like, like the faith, right? Like the Catholic faith is the only one that has the sacrament of uh, confession and reconciliation, right? That's where you go to a priest, confess your sins and he forgives you. And, and, and then you do 10 Hail Marys or whatever, right? You're forgiven. Um, that accountability, it's like going to a fucking therapist or paying fucking, fucking some chick or some person a thousand bucks a month and you go to them and they don't know shit about you and you just pay them to tell you the problems and you hold yourself accountable, right? The way I know about the faith is like, oh, let, let's say I believe that there's magic and you get forgiven and the, 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 uh, damn, we take a turn on this podcast, right? I believe that this, like this, the sacrament is meant to hold yourself accountable. I'm going to say sorry for these sins. I did all this stuff. I'm sorry. Okay. Going to go on my life. Maybe I'll do them again, but keep holding yourself accountable, not only to you, but to God. There's a reason why you keep confessing these sins and saying, sorry to hold yourself accountable, but because you know that they're wrong. So let's say that there's no magic to it, right? There's no God. There's no nothing. There's no magic. There's no forgiveness. But let's say you're going and, and going to confession and you're like, okay, I'm sorry for jerking off. I'm sorry for watching porn. I'm sorry for, which I haven't done both of those things in a very long time because I think they're both fucking evil. I'm not judging anybody, but I'm sorry for lying. I'm sorry for stealing. I'm sorry for doing drugs. I'm sorry for all, like, let's name all, all these things, right? And then you get forgiven and you do it again. You keep going back. Maybe on the 68th time, 69th time, 70th time, you're like, okay. I'm sick of apologizing for this stuff. I'm sick of, I'm sick of coming to here, telling this priest I'm sorry of it. Then maybe on this, maybe this time I'm gonna stop doing it. So I'm holding myself accountable. Maybe I'm gonna just stop doing the things that I'm sorry for. So I think holding yourself accountable and wanting to be better only goes so far if, if you're not, if somebody else isn't holding you accountable or somebody else. Like there's a reason you want to be better. It can't just be you, in my opinion. Like, of course, everybody wants to be better, but it, it can't just be you that you want to be better for because you will just lie to you. You will be like, oh, no, it's okay if you do this. Like, you, you, you'll convince yourself. You know what I mean? Because that's, it's nothing like bigger. I don't know. Did that make fucking sense? Or am I just no, that makes perfect sense. Because, okay, so the easiest way to put that is, you know, the brain is the only organ in the body that has A, named itself, and B, deemed itself the most important. It's the only organ in the body that's done that, right? That's the easiest way to put that. But then also, because that is the governing, that's the governing organ in the brain, right? That decides how you operate, how you, how you live your life, and how you, um, yeah, just how you live your life. It's easier and it's in its own 
it's in its own imperative to let itself off as easy as possible. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, the path of least resistance. Like, oh well, yeah. This is this is just the one time. This is the second to last time. Yeah, you'll you'll lie to the, yourself all the yeah. time. So to you'll have, justify any action yeah. to yourself, you'll justify it if it's okay. Exactly. So, I mean, that's how you have that's how you have sociopaths. That's how you have psychopaths. Well, where no, it's like th- those are different. Well, you where it's the the path in which you you lie to your. It happens all the time with people where you lie to yourself enough to where you believe your own lies. Yeah. Right, yep, for sure. So, it you have the ability to do that, and 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 that's part of these why I'm religious. As if well. you don't have God, right? Exactly, exactly. Like that's why another reason why Harvard Pace. I've sorry. I've leaned into religion and my own faith as well is because I hold myself accountable to a higher power that doesn't decide that for me, right? It's it, it strictly says where the left and right limits are for this life. That's it. And, and when you stray outside of that, it's like okay, it's. And this is actually cool, dude, because this, I've never, I've said this on a drunken night when I'm fucking yelling and screaming. We just talked about how I should shut the <laughs> fuck up sometimes, right? I think this is cool because I think you guys are listening to me. And I'm, and I'm not even, and this is, I talk about how I talk the talk all the time. Obviously, I'm not walking the walk. I'm a bad Catholic. I'm not judging anybody. I don't judge. I have a gay uncle who I fucking love. I know Uncle Juan and Uncle Sean. Sorry if they don't want this out there. I can't judge anybody, condemn them to hell. That's not what the faith teaches. But the faith says, or Catholic faith is kind of hardcore, right? Or Christianity, I guess, says these rules. These are the rules. It's very rules, right? Here's the rules. Then there's Christianity, Lutheranism, Protestant, and all this other stuff are kind of like Catholic light. Like it's the same thing, but without some of the rules. Some, a lot of people don't like being told what to do. They don't like, I don't, well, I don't want something, I don't want some people being, I don't want something telling me what to do, so I'm going to make my own religion or something like this. Then the religion gets taken out of context or it, or it gets used for crusades or it gets cru- used for bad malicious intent. That's not like the traditional beauty and light of it. And... um I don't know what the next thing I was going to fucking say about it. So you you were saying that uh you don't judge anybody, you 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 don't you don't you're not in the right to kill anybody, but people don't like being told what they're saying what they people don't like getting told what to do. And that's why I think other denominations of Christianity have branched out from Catholicism is because Catholicism is hardcore. It's got all these fucking rules. It but it also has the sacrament. The only one that has the sacraments is Catholicism of reconciliation, of forgiveness. It has that sacrament of Hold yourself accountable. I'm, I'm sorry for this. Get forgiven for your sins. But let's not have Bible thumper Nico out here because anybody that's watching this knows Nico is not the best fucking Catholic well, no, that's and that he cool. fucks up and maybe they didn't know he believed this. But well, how about like all religions, Muslim, Buddhism, fucking what else is there, dude? All of them are saying the same thing. They're saying, be good to your neighbor, love Light, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal, don't murder. All of them are saying the same thing. I'm not saying, I believe in my heart that Catholicism is beautiful and light and afterlife and all this stuff. That's a whole different podcast that we can maybe have. But it's not that mine is right and yours is wrong. They're all, the Quran, every, all these religions are saying the same thing and it's like, be good, love, don't hurt people, don't lie, don't steal, don't kill, don't. You know what I mean? It's all they're all saying the same kind of message of be good and then but be good and be light like something whether I believe it's God but it, whether it's Allah or the universe whatever it is 
Something made us. <laughs> this sounds. This is like a crazy drunken conversation at 6 a.m. But like good, like good and evil, right? Something made that, whether it's religion or whether it's something inside of us or whether something made good versus evil. And it well, no, it's it's a good insight in the way your brain works. And that's a good way to, and, and, and that's a, like I said, that's a good I'm way. sorry. No, no, no you're just good. No, you're good. We can edit no, that out, no, no, right? Here's this live. It's staying in. No, no, right. it's good. No, it's good. No, it's a good way. Can we no. talk about Captain America no, and Wolverine no, dude, after no, this? It's, it's a good way that, it's a good way to see the way your brain works. And it's a good way to also see the way you deal with loss, the way you deal with, with relationships ending, like everything you've been through the last year, right? It's a good way, to, it's a good lens to look into it with, right? No, that's, that's good insight. What I do want to end with is, if you still remember it, what the question you had or the subject. You, did, do you remember what that was? No. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We really can't edit this out. Nope. All right, we're good. We're leave it in, dude. That's right. great. Well, you no, guys, I hope you guys good. were listening to me. No, it was good for sure. It's did, that make, did that yeah, make I mean, kind no, of some no, sense? No, it made perfect sense. I'm not a. I'm not the perfect Again, person. It's it's it's, a, it's like, I meant it. Like it's okay. a good insight into the way. Your brain works. Gotcha. Which at the end of the day, what is a podcast? Like at, at a bare minimum, at the bare minimum, I tell this to a lot of the guests that I've had on, right? At a bare minimum, when you schedule a guest and they come in and they sit down, at the bare minimum, they it's- They get it's, drunk and talk about it, God and Catholicism it's, and reconciliation. It's you and the guest having a good hang. You, right. you, someone just agreed for the next one to three hours to hang out with you. It's sick, right? They but, may- then, but then like, a little higher than that, it's an insight into how their brain works. Yeah. How they think. What is their thought process? How do they view things? How do they deal with things? How do they yeah. how does how does their brain digest and then uh output ideas? For me, it's a big part of it is my mom and dad been married for 35 years. They're still together. They're the most beautiful people I've ever met. They're my example of love. They're my example of how people of good. They're my example of how people should be. Um, so that's how my brain works. It's based on my father and my mother. And the reason, and, and they give everything to God in the faith. So that is how I, that's how I strive to be. It makes sense. And whether I probably fuck it up <laughs> or which every human does, I'm not here to judge anybody and say, you're going to fucking hell. You're, I, that's not my place to say. I know I'm not the perfect person if anybody who's watching this knows that, but that's it's, we're not trying to be perfect. We're trying to hold ourselves accountable and be better and just strive to be better so that it's, we can it's be a super, happy. It's a super corny saying, but it's like 1% better every day. Yeah, dude. That's, a, that's all it is when it boils down. Yeah, so I, I'm sorry if I just got weird on you. No, that was beautiful. Drunk. No, that was no, beautiful. Sorry, it was beautiful, yeah. Well, yeah, if anybody awesome. made it to this... To this <laughs> <laughs> to, to three hours and four minutes of the pod, then you get Nico's uh, Catholic spiel. But um, yeah, dude. So, what's your favorite superhero? Captain America, gay. <laughs> I will say this. We can wrap it up, dude. If you I, I no, no. I'm excited for. Uh, uh, well, apparently, the new Captain America is going through a lot of reshoots. I'm just excited for the new Deadpool because finally we're seeing Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds together, dude. So I, I was going to wear my Wolverine son, shirt, dude. <laughs> I was gonna. He, Wolverine's my favorite superhero, dude. Um, my th- top five, top three super. Are you a superhero nerd guy? Comic. Oh yeah. Top three. 
Can we get into this a little bit? Are yeah, we, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you guys done? Are you guys done? No, no, out? let's do it. No, let's do it. Let's Come do on, it. Let's run this. Let's, let's uh, run this topic. All right, I need another. We'll, no, we'll end here. We'll, we'll end. We'll end after this. Yeah, we'll end with this. Yeah. Top, um, okay. top three for me, in no particular order. I'll go Wolverine, uh, Superman, big soups, Smallville, everything, and then a Spider-Man. Those are my top three. Joey? Good top three. Uh, off the top of my head. If you say Captain America, I'm going to interrupt and I'm going to yell. I'm going to yell about God, <laughs> and I'm going to yell about Christ, and I'm going to yell about Captain America. Spider-Man, Iron Man, and then probably Bat- either Batman or Superman. I'm kind of caught between the top three. For okay. This. Between Batman and Superman, pick right now. The fuck? Kind of superhero though, like just pick, just pick. Who can whoop whose ass without kryptonite? Oh, obviously Superman. <laughs> I think personally, though, I think Batman's a better super, like better superhero, like for the people than Superman. Is. I know, but for the people, Superman's or uh, Batman's villains are just regular dudes. Love it. But there's so much Batman's. There's they're way cooler. Ba- I don't know, but that's why Batman's badass because his villains are more interesting. I've heard. I guess you heard that. Batman's villains. Are just a dude with schizophrenia. I love it. Superman's <laughs> villains are fucking extraterrestrial, well, worldly well, motherfuckers. Okay, so so before I get into this conversation, I'll I'll preempt myself as well. So number one is, I, is Batman. Number two is Spider Man. Number three is the Punisher. Ooh, I love what's it. his name? Uh, Frank Castle. Do he has his podcast with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, John he, Bernthal. Yeah, John Bernthal. Oh no, not the Punisher. Dude, the Punisher, dude, the real, the real ones. Yeah, no, John dude, Bernthal. John Bernthal, super nice guy. Oh, yeah. I met him years ago. Could kill you. Years ago, super nice. Kill dude. me too, dude. So I met him literally a week before. No, yeah, it was a week after he you got announced him? as the Punisher. Yeah, where yeah. at fucking Frontier? No, dude, he was at Sports and Wellness over off of Academy in Wyoming. They were filming Sicario out here. I'd gotten off from a late shift. I went to that gym to go work out. And I'm no shit. I'm working out. Are you wearing your Punisher shirt? And, <laughs> and I see on a bench, I see this guy doing fucking uh, skull crushers. Oh, of course he's doing yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Noah. Yeah. This isn't dry heat comedy club, dude. This <laughs> no. isn't a bit. I'm being re- I'll what? show you the picture. I'll show you the picture. He was doing skull crushers. No, I'll 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 show you the selfie we took. So he his his dumbbells had skulls on them. He uh we we were so he was working. I was like, no shit. He was punishing his tribe. And so he got done, and I walked up to him and I was like, hey, uh, I'm really sorry, but are you John Bernthal? (laughs) And he was like, uh, yeah. I wonder how I many have. people ask him if he's John and, Bernthal because and I was nobody like, oh, shit. And, looks but, like him. And he took like, he took like five minutes out of his time, dude, to fucking talk shit about the Punisher. Like we were talking comic books and we we're talking like, cause like in. We talk so, shit or like talk like. No, no, about talk the like, pun- talk about the Punisher. Gotcha. Damn, dude. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm dumb. The coolest thing, the best <laughs> thing about this picture is not John Bernthal. It's fucking no far. Put the camera on here. It's Noah Vargas. No beard. No no Hitler stash. With his lime green one corded headphone in. Yeah. That's what you look like, dude? Yeah, dude. You're fucking way more handsome right now. <laughs> dude. 
It's all right. Yeah. So anyway, that's awesome. Yeah. So so he, no. Yeah. So he took time to <laughs> hang out. We were talking about the Punisher. <laughs> we were talking about the different comics he was reading. And so the next day, um, I go shout out Comic Book Warehouse. I go down to, to Comic Book Warehouse to get my my list that I have there, and I talked to Eric, the one of the owners, and I was like, dude, you are never gonna guess who I met last night. And he goes. Was it John Bernthal? I'm like, motherfucker, how did you know? He goes, well, he came in. Jones. He goes, he came in last week before we opened. Funny enough, he came in on my birthday. And he bought all the Superman comic books. All the, all the Punisher shit, dude. He walked <laughs> in and he was like, hey, uh, don't tell anybody, but in the next couple of hours, you're going to see a press release about me being the Punisher. Damn. Give me all of your Punisher books that you think are the best ones you have. And he bought like 200 bucks worth of books. That's and this What is, is that like? And Ten the, books? No, dude. Back this is well, okay. So that was they were like forty cents. That was back cents. in like two thousand and fifteen, I think. So that almost said two thousand seven. Well, two thousand no, it was like two thousand and fifteen. So that's back when comic books were like two ninety nine a piece. So he bought a shit ton of singles, a shit ton of trade paperbacks, and regardless, yeah. So anyway, super nice guy, super nice guy. So yeah, the Punisher's neck are no, tats and crazy looking. Well, his neck tats were fake. Though they were for the movie. They were for the movie he was doing. I thought that was weird that they were neck tats. They were neck tats, but they were fake. Like they, they, they were like the permanent ones that last like three weeks. The henna's. Any, anyways, anyways. Anyway. Sorry, so dude. Punisher. Fucking... So yeah, Punisher's my number three. Um, Batman's villains. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's get back. Yeah. To the so look, shit. listen, listen. Batman's villains. Recently, you could argue that someone like, like Darkseid, is in his rogues gallery. Not traditional. Batman versus Darkseid. Nothing. He needs Superman to yeah. Help well, because Batman ends up getting killed by Darkseid in in Final Crisis, but Batman is the only hero, period, the only Ooh, hero like to ever dodge Darkseid's Omega beams. Interesting. He's the only one. Now, did it get him in the end? Yes, but he's the only one to dodge them. So I guess we can't we can't really do because. Each one of our top threes, but like I had, Marvel and DC, in them. But I have to so say, can we compare? Are we compare? Do you want to talk about Marvel first, or we want to talk about DC, or do we want to talk overall? I, I will, if we're gonna cross, DC yeah, overall, Marvel, I will say overall, my personal preference is Batman, but the best superhero ever is Superman. I'm sorry, it's K Superman. KC baby, Big Daddy. It's it's. I'm on my third run of Smallville right now. Smallville's so good, dude. I'll cry right funny. now. Dude, Smallville he, has only gotten better with time. Tom Welling, when he signed the deal, he goes, my one, and he's, this is his first acting job. He goes, no tights, no flights. I don't want to be, and they had seen, he had seen with Christopher Reeves in it. It's a fucking masterpiece, dude. I love it. It's I only love Superman gotten better. Because I love, if you hate Superman, you don't know what the fuck you're talking you're about. You're a communist. Because <laughs> if, you don't hate, if you hate Superman, you're fucking Chinese, dude. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. Or North Korean. That's a better one. Or I'm not gonna say it because there is a black Superman. I'm just kidding. Um, Superman is fucking amazing, dude. Alien, an immigrant from another galaxy, coming here. His biggest fault is is his humanity. It's also his biggest like strength. Strength. Thank you for see. Superman's amazing. I don't want to talk about Batman versus Superman. I love Batman too. As long as nobody said Captain in fucking America, dude. Because <laughs> that guy, and I want this on record. Are we live right now? Can we cut record. this? This is for record. 
Captain America is the worst superhero and the worst person I've ever seen in my fucking life. I'd rather have I'd rather have Biden oh my God. be the leader of the Avengers than Captain America. And put and I want that clipped right now. Oh my God. Because either of them, they both have the same same superpowers what? as a superhero. What? So wrong. Every other superhero can beat their ass. Everyone. No, <laughs> you're so wrong. I'm, I'm kind of being I'm kind of being silly, but and I will open this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, will, <laughs> I will open this up to you, Noah. Dude, Cap, why would Captain America lead a team of superheroes that every one of them can whoop his ass? Okay, first of all, that's not true. Who can Who can Captain America be on the Avengers? Iron Man, and he has over and over. I know, but. Maybe in the comics around Civil War or whatever like that. So the source material continue. In what but in what world does that make any sense? Because he's superhuman by definition. But Captain but Iron Man has a fucking can fly. Okay, right, but and can sonic cannon you. Right, but uh Oh, this oh, is the wrong person to talk yeah, shit about Captain America, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. I'm just I I just Captain, back him up. You you hate him too. Trust Cap, me. I you hate him too. Not, he, I don't hate him. He's not in my top five. He, he's not. He's not top anything. Please. He's not in my top five. I'm back. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Okay. Were were we in? I feel like we were high school going into college when they took away Captain America's super soldier serum. Yes. Right. The dude yeah, with the needle. Comics. The needle. In the hand. comics. Yeah, yeah. So in the comics, when they did, uh, when they did Sam Wilson becoming. Captain America, the Falcon, right? They had this villain. I stopped watching after that. Look, look it up. Uh, who took away Captain America's powers? Because it was some dude with like needles for hands that literally stabbed. Oh, Freddy Krueger. He, st- he stabbed Captain America and <laughs> took away his super soldier serum. It was very strange. Anyway. Dude, everybody can whoop Captain America's ass. That's not true. Besides Iron Man, I guess, in the comics. That's not true. Bucky. But why can why does Captain America get the authority to to be in charge of the Avengers when Thor and Hulk can whoop his ass? Okay, here's why. Okay, here's why. And the best uh, this, it, for Batman because Batman's a Captain America of DC, and disagree, I like Batman disagree, way better. Disagree. No, he's not. Disagree. No, he's not. This is what, we no, should be talking about this for the no, from no. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So okay, <laughs> here's why Captain America leads the Avengers, and the best way that it was put is by. It's funny enough, and I and I can't believe I'm gonna I hear this on real time. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah, yeah, because the, you don't believe the, it. The reason, no, the <laughs> reason why Captain America. Oh, no, shit. I'm putting it on. I'm shit, yeah, on. I just I want to scratch my ear. Uh, the reason why Captain America leads the Avengers is because well, he's a natural born leader. But the best way that it was put, the best way it was put is oh. by the doc, the doctor that gives Steve Rogers the super serum in the movie. Is the best written version of it that I've that I've seen. They're sitting down, and the doctor tells Steve Rogers before he gets the serum. He goes, because Steve Rogers was like, why am I getting it? Like, you know, this guy who's like the top performing soldier, he's this, this, and this. Why is he not? Because he's like a peak athlete or whatever, pretty much, right? That's his argument. Yeah. And the doctor goes, a a strong can you can, after you find that can you find the scene where the doctor is talking to captain america because basically what he says Karen is, gonzalez could be captain ba- america. basically what he says is look a man who's always known power that gets more of it becomes corrupt 
but a good man that has never known power gets power, remains a good man. Because he's a, right. he's a good guy. Oh, from the doctor. Yeah, refine that scene. I get that. Uh, I, I under- the, the character's name is Iron Nail. I, yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I understand that to an extent. I get the whole idea of him, and maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm just deceived. The only reason I like Marvel is because of the X-Men. X-Men's amazing. X-Men's the shit. I think Avengers are all idiots. <laughs> and uh, I think the Justice League would whoop the Avengers in a second. The Justice League would have a hard time with the X-Men. Justice League would whoop Avengers. I just don't think the leader of a superhero league or gang should be the two guys that everybody can beat. Like, I'm not going to let, like, I'm not going to, like, Elon Musk, let's say he's Iron Man. I'd rather listen to him than listen to Joe, to, to, to Joe, uh, who is Captain America like? He's like Dustin Poirier or something. Who's, who's the most lethal than John Jones? The John Jones right. I see, America. I see, I see what you're trying to say. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm fucking up. I just hate Captain America. I've gr- I like Batman so much because he eventually becomes friends with Kal-El and their boys, but he always needs he knows when he's wrong and he needs Superman to come ha- have his back. Captain America thinks he's always right. Doesn't nope, need anybody's nope, help. Not true. Not true. Not true. Why is he even fu- So here we go. Here we go. Right, I'm taking these off. Wait, what is this shit? This is this is, is that Stanley Kubrick? Is that Caesar yeah. Flickerman? <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Hunger Games? Yeah, play it. Yeah, play it. Come on. Why you were chosen? Because a strong man who has known power all his life, he lose respect for that power. But a weak man knows the value of strength and knows compassion. Thanks. Gay! Keep playing. Keep playing. playing. How about fight Superman? Die. Tomorrow, Look at that guy. That's not a superhero until he gets the drugs. That you will stay who you are. Not a perfect soldier. Good That's oh. the part that I wanted oh. right there. That's All why. Right. That's why. He's a good guy. And no, here's the thing. Here's the thing a good, you could be a good guy. A, here's the thing. No, like a genuinely, The guy at 7-Eleven is a good guy. He doesn't get to lead the Avengers. No, like a genuinely good person, though. But here's the thing. Batman, and I'll stand by this, too, because he's my favorite. Batman does not lead the Justice League. He, Superman does. Because Batman... Because he's... Well, no, no. And, and the best line that, that, that uh, encompasses this is from Hush. It's like issue six, seven of that arc... There's a part where Superman gets taken over by Poison Ivy, and he's fighting Batman. Oh, he's and, fighting, and, he's and, fighting sex, and he's and making out. And, and as Batman is fighting Superman, there's an inner monologue from Batman where he's like, even though Kal-El is possessed right now, he, 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 can, up, he, can be, he can kill me, he can wipe me off the face of the earth, but he won't. Because at the end of the day, Kal-El's a good man, and I'm not. And that's why Batman wins. But that's why also Batman does not lead the Justice League. No, no, because that's why Batman doesn't lead the Justice League in the same way that Iron Man will never lead the Avengers. Because Batman, 
deep down, he will do what it takes to win. I have a lot of issues with the Christopher Nolan trilogy. I love one, those But movies. one of the things that I love about it is that Batman is willing to... It's a, it's a very deep... Uh, not deep, but it's a very like obvious parallel to the NSA post 9-11 where Batman is is willing to spy on the entirety of Gotham, use all of their cell phones... And to Lucius find, Fox isn't down. Yeah, to find the Joker. But Lucius Fox is like, okay, we can do this. I'm out, though. But once we're done, I'm quitting. Yep. Because Batman is willing to do everything that people are not willing to do to win. True. Right? He won't kill. He's the Dark Knight. But yeah, but he's willing to win. I was... I was people are good. There's 30 people on that boat. <laughs> That'll prove you wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I was born in the darkness. No. <laughs> That's Bane. Batman. That's Bane, but okay. I know it is. <laughs> and I'm your biggest, I'm your biggest, what's it called? Not ally. A roided out jock. I'm your, <laughs> I'm your biggest adversary. Gotham's reckoning is on the way. You are only molded Why, by it. Like it's a DoorDash order. <laughs> yeah. All right. You just DoorDashed three hundred and thirty thousand deaths. <laughs> okay, let's end it there. All right. Sorry. <laughs> let's end it there. This has been over three and a half hours. This has been this has been uh, some of the most fun I've had in a long time, Noah. I we 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 text we text a lot. You reach out to me um, <coughs> whenever, whenever you can, dude, and I, and I appreciate that. Um, this has been one of the, some of the most fun I've had. Whether how drunk are we, dude? I don't even know. Not really. Um, this has been some of the most fun I've ever had. Great conversation. If people have gotten to this point, um, I want them to support you. I will always support you for as long as you do this thing. I hope that this isn't the first time that I'm on this show. Thank you so much for having me, dude. And I, uh, um, yeah, this has been so much fun. I haven't been able to have a good conversation with somebody that that can hang in terms of conversation, in terms of all this stuff, and just and just cool peeps. Do you guys understand what I'm saying when I say that? Yes, we do. I apologize for getting no, all crazy dude, and getting great. Father Neeks, no, but thank great, you so much dude. for this opportunity, man. This has been some of the most fun I've had in a long time. And I can't wait to watch this back. And, uh, <laughs> Same. Well, I, Same. I, I, this is one that I want to watch, and I'm, I want to. I want to cut, cut a couple clips for, for for. I'm gonna post it on April Fools, dude. I want to couple cut cut a couple of clips. Um, this has been really cool, man. Thank you for this opportunity. I hope that we can do it again. I still we feel will. like we we will like we don't have enough time. Still, yeah. I feel yeah. like we don't have enough time to get into how gay Captain America is, or <laughs> about about trans people, or anything, or. Or any of that shit. So yeah, dude, no. This shout out, you meant. Uh, go ahead. No, this has been a blast, dude. Um, we are going to do this again. Um, when because we're we're moving to a new house in February, so we're gonna get a new studio, and we're gonna build it up. It's gonna be great, and we are. Yeah, this is gonna be a recurring thing. Whenever you want me on, yeah. I'm in. Let's do it. Um, shout out, shout out, only King. Shout out, Noah. Shout out, Joey. Um, I'm not gonna call him the producer, but a new friend that I met tonight that listened to me ramble about bullshit. Um, if you haven't known about it, April Fool's podcast, YouTube, Instagram, um, we'll, we'll get back into it, but yeah, keep supporting Noah. He's doing big things. He's, uh, he's important in this, in this Albuquerque pot podcasting media culture thing. He's important. And if you want to, want to get your shit known you want to, want to come out and get heard and have somebody very respectful, very open-minded, very smart interview you. Uh, it would be Noah Vargas on Early King. So, so much love for you, brother. And, and I, 
I appreciate you so much for letting me come on here and fucking cry and get drunk. So I love you too, buddy. This love is awesome. Gang this baby. Is the, this is the fucking shit. Cheers. Love you to death. Thank you everyone for listening and watching, and we will see you next time. Peace Bye, out. everybody. <laughs> <laughs>